All right. We are. You're live? We're live? Yes, yes. I do believe we are live, Captain Caputo, for the very first time. I don't know why I've never called you that. That's a good name. Captain Caputo, so so you're the Tenille, my captain, then. It is is a very fitting... uh, If it rolls off the tongue, we need to get you a captain's hat from now on. That's your gimmick now. I'm going to put like a name tag somewhere around here. Yeah, Captain Caputo. We're going to change that on the uh, graphics. I'm going to buy a purple heart off some like poor desperate war vet. Oh, he earned that in the Canadian-American War. <laughs> the Great War of 1812. <laughs> no, the other one, the one from South Park. <laughs> oh, the one from late 99. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah that, that, that one, that particular war. Uh, the hard-fought victory, man. You know, <laughs> I, was fought, I was fighting on the other side. So, uh, it's all right. Got Peace one in the end, I guess. <laughs> yeah, we could tell we, we could sit here all day and go over our various uh, heroic uh things that we did uh when we were in the military and we'd be here all day Literally. you know talking about the great things that we've done in the name of uh, freedom uh <laughs> freedom <laughs> american Jesus. <laughs> But uh, no, instead we're gonna we're gonna watch uh, the Ritz, nineteen ninety one as voted on. on by you guys. By you, our listeners, our great loyal um, base of you guys. Um, this is it's a it's it's like it's like a semi annual tradition. It seems like here in Guns and Radio, it's like New Year's Day, do like a watch along of sorts. I know two years ago we did House of Blues two thousand one to uh, celebrate. Uh, the 20th anniversary of that show and that was a really mm-hmm. fun one we did we had uh, it was us uh, with rick dunsford as well on the call on that one um and so we're bringing it back yeah why the hell gonna, not man we're New gonna year. talk about uh old rick dunsford today we will oh yes um literally we're on a bit of our hiatus whatever our um as 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 Dustin, I like to call it our, our podcast winter break. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that's 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 the beauty of uh, pre-taping in advance is that we can do shit like that yeah. and uh, not have to work so hard because, you know, anything to avoid working so much. That's just, that's just how it is, bro. Yes, sir. It's not that we don't love you. It's that we just don't want to work so much. Yeah, right? just get the shit done early and then that's it. <laughs> <laughs> damn right uh we got this but uh anyway with that uh let's uh let's uh let's start the show and we'll talk about the article and everything and uh yeah. then we'll get into the ritz hell yeah man welcome intro. to guns and radio for the 200th time let's hit the intro and get started let's do it Hundred episodes. Two hundred, man, and uh, it's perfect timing. You know, right? Start off the new year right, man. You're starting the, your new year off right with us as well. Yeah, That's I want to show you something. Right before we went on air, Rick Dunsford sent me this. What the fuck is that? 
And uh, somebody, I'm, I'm guessing probably Franz made it look like it's the Guns N' Roses uh, shopping. Oh, page. like their merch page? Yeah, and it's $90, and it's called the He's In My Ass, That's Where Slash Is, uh, oh. Remote Control <laughs> Vibrating Butt Plug. I, I figure, I was going to say, it does look like a butt plug. <laughs> Uh, he is in my ass butt plug as a vibrator for an anal stimulation. The vibrator has a slim shape. Perfect for beginners. You can control. Perfect for beginners. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm snotty tonight because I have COVID. Uh, but I showed up anyway. So just bear with me on that. If I sniffle and don't think to hit the button, forgive me this this particular time. Yeah. Um, he's in my ass butt plug is no less than 10 different vibration modes and six different speeds the vibrator is made out of smooth soft silicone and feels very pleasant that he's in my ass butt plug is a usb rechargeable i went into some detail here and the yeah. remote is powered yeah. by one cr2032 battery uh its insertion length is four inches <laughs> and then there's the there it is it looks like a witch's hat <laughs> Yeah, That's Rick. Some shit, man. <laughs> so thank you, Rick. If you're watching, I doubt, I doubt it at the moment. But uh, yeah, man, we are, we're here, man. We're live, and uh, let's Very talk live, about man. old Ricky D for a second. Um, like you said, we were on our hiatus. I'm gonna, I'm gonna address the elephant in the room before mm. we get too far onto that. <sighs> I went on vacation at the beginning of last week. And this whole fucking vacation was a disaster from day one because the day before I was supposed to leave out, we got a heavy fucking snow. I'm talking a few inches thick, covered yeah. everything, was right not before safe. Christmas Eve. Yeah, was not safe to drive. I was supposed to head out uh, Christmas Eve, but because of the snow, we couldn't even go to work. So, mm. um, uh, I called my boss and I was like, instead of me working from home today, why don't I move my last day of vacation up so I can go ahead and head out when they get the roads cleared off? Because Mississippi was supposed to get an ice storm uh, on Christmas uh, Eve night. Mm -hmm. And because um, there were two storms that were coming in, there was the ice storm that it hit or there was the snowstorm that hit us. That was going down to hit Mississippi. And then there was some more storms from that fucking hurricane that was going to collide and hit in the middle. For some reason, that never happened. Uh, but we didn't know that at the time. So I left out a day early. That morning, I got up, went to crank my car. Car wouldn't start. It was too cold. So I uh, had to call my girlfriend over to jumpstart my car, get me out of the damn state. So we jumpstart my car. I get out. But halfway through the trip, I start getting one of those migraines that fucks up your vision. Oh, God. And God. you got to remember, the snow was everywhere. So that sunlight, when it's snowy out, it's brighter on your eyes. Even with sunshades, it was bright and hard to see because of the sun reflecting off all the snow. But I, plow I powered through it. I did take a short, you know, rest break. I cut well, a few times I took short rest breaks. But I powered through it and I got there. And then it was all good. We had our Christmas Eve. We had Christmas. Uh, well, we had Chris. I got there uh, the day before Christmas Eve. On Christmas Eve, I went out with my dad. And uh, 
Christmas Day came, Christmas morning, we all had things. But Dad wouldn't come out of the bedroom, and nobody really knew why. So it turned out Dad wasn't feeling good. So I went in there. I was like, are you, you know, he told me he was sick. He didn't know what was wrong. So I gave him a COVID test. Turns out Dad's got COVID. Shit. So I stay away from him because I've got other places to go. I'm going to other people's houses Mm -hmm. (coughs) this week. And so I, uh, I go to my buddy Reese's house and I didn't go immediately either. Like I went, uh, I gave it a day and about a day and a half, no COVID symptoms, Took another COVID test because I took a COVID test when I gave my dad his. Mine was negative. I, the next day, I took another COVID test. Still negative. It was all mm-hmm. good. I went up to his to his house and spent two days there. Well, the morning, the third morning, I woke up and I wasn't feeling good. Now, I don't smoke cigarettes anymore, and all my mm-hmm. friends do. And we were at a buddy of ours house most of the time, and they smoke inside. And I thought it was cigarette smoke fucking with my my sinuses mm-hmm. uh, because we'd been zapping my forehead every couple of hours with both of us every time we'd leave the house every time we'd come back before we went anywhere we it was a little warm in here i'd zap that forehead no fever the whole time well, my buddy woke up that day and he also wasn't feeling so good so he wanted to take a covid test himself, so yeah he took a COVID test. I took a COVID test. His came out negative. Mine came out positive. Son of a bitch. So uh, I had to leave there and I had to go into quarantine. And I spent a couple of days in quarantine. I uh, spent the rest of the vacation on quarantine until uh, because from then on, it got worse. Nobody talks about the aching, like how your body just aches all over from it. Like everybody talks about the sniffles and the sneezes and the cold that you get, but nobody ever talks about the the ache that that comes with COVID. So yeah, I laid in the bed for in quarantine for a few days, up until the point that I could get out of there, and uh, was able to you know actually drive and get on the road and get back here. So here I sit, continuing my quarantine. Uh, in a pissy mood, but that's to be expected. <laughs> so, happy 200, everybody. Happy New Year's. Didn't get to go out last night. That was the part that pissed me off the most. I didn't get to do shit for New Year's. And I had to cut my vacation off. Didn't get to go to anybody's house. Didn't get to go to Rick's house. Didn't get to go um, anywhere. I had to stay in a one-bedroom. So, at least if I'm in quarantine, it's nice to be back and be in a whole fucking house again. Yeah, it's true. It's true. More space and room for other activities, you know. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I don't know. Um but what else is uh that's 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 why I sound so shitty. And hopefully we get uh somebody to join in uh in a little bit and kind of take some of the uh some of the heat off of me when it comes to uh <laughs> this podcast you you got a hot tag in there yeah i'm trying to get a hot tag where the fuck is jeff he's usually here by now i don't know that that is true he's usually begging get your ass in here uh (laughs) hang on let me pay there's the invite link again 
Hopefully that works. Um, but uh, the article came out. Oh, yeah, and this little guy, he's been so happy that I've been home. Like, he ain't give me the cold shoulder or nothing. He ain't letting me out of his sight. Hell no. Uh, yeah, I missed you too. But anyway, uh, let's talk about that article, man. That's one good thing that came out of quarantine. At least I could, you know, read a, read a certain Rolling Stone article that we've been shutting the fuck up about for a couple I think of months. All, all of last year, basically. <laughs> yeah, we keep getting asked about it. We play dumb like we don't know what people are talking about. But uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, the truth is, is it's out. Uh, yeah, we like everybody else. We all knew about it the whole time. Um, Rick didn't exactly keep that secret. Let's be yeah, no, he was one once actually like was like for sure, for sure. Like he he was all over that promoting it and stuff. Yeah, but he was teasing throughout the year like stuff too, like because he even told us in private. We just kept it. No, I fucked up and told you. <laughs> Bitch, my lips are sealed. I shit. I remember that day we were off the air and I said uh, uh, something like, uh, what do you think? What do you think is going to happen when that fucking article, when that fucking Rolling Stone article comes out? You were like, what Rolling Stone article? And I went, oh, fuck. <laughs> you actually told me. And then I was like, I, I didn't. <laughs> Oh, I kept it quiet. I didn't say shit. No, you man. did. You did. Listen, but... I can keep a secret, goddammit. Apparently, I these. fucking can't. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. A pretty big secret got revealed during uh, in that article. Should we spoil the ending or let people go read it themselves? I would say go read it yourselves, man. It's in the, the January 2023 edition of the Rolling Stone magazine. Yeah, or you can uh, find it. You can find the link online somewhere. I, I know we like uh, on the Guns Radio Twitter. It's been retweeted there. Mm-hmm. Sort of mentioned, like thrown out the links there. I mean, if you do, if you want to, we, we can throw out some deets about it. But I don't know. I feel like people should read it for themselves, especially if you're like a diehard GNR fan um, and been sort of following that whole saga that happened now, now almost three and a half, almost four years ago. Yeah, that's so wild to think about how long that's been. And I think literally we started this podcast right as the shit started hitting. Is <laughs> right when the shit was hitting the fan? Bro, right when stuff was starting to get leaked. I think that was around the time. Oh, yeah, because it was end of August, beginning of September 2019. You know, I didn't really have much of a clue that a lot of that was going on, I don't think. I think maybe we talked about it or something or yeah. we were avoiding it because it was uh it was happening at first mm-hmm. I, I do remember avoiding the subject yeah because that that was when we were like taping at least like a week in advance so like it would be like outdated we're like oh there's something new every fucking day with this stuff now yeah you never fucking knew what the hell was gonna happen that was wild yeah that was good times man we- um, I know, right? You should call you Tom Zutas. See if he has another storage locker. <laughs> Man, I'd love to hear it. I'd love to do a Tom Zutas show like the one I do with Rick. That yeah. whole Conrad Thompson kind of mm-hmm. deal where you just interview the same person every week, but about a different say, Yeah, story. he, well, spoiler alert, he denied to get interviewed for the Rolling Stone interview. So, no comment. That's because he him. wanted to charge for it. I just think Tom's got a 
figure out is, is he could make so much more fucking, I could make him a whole lot more fucking money than he's making selling these goddamn interviews. Like, I get that that's the way you've always done it, mm-hmm. but bro, it ain't 1986 ain't anymore. It ain't even 1990 fucking six anymore. Yeah. The time has come. Nobody's reading these fucking uh, shits that you're in. Oh, hey, Bailey joined us. He didn't let us down. Oh, good. Hell no. Nah. Oh, <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, Ooh. Let's fix the design real quick. Actually, no, we're going to put, we're going to leave this here. We're actually going to make this, <laughs> we're going to make this big, bigger. We're going to set this right <laughs> over my head. Oh, it won't let me do that. I was going to do that as a joke. But I've tried. <laughs> let me out. Oh, there we go. There we go. Let's we'll put the motherfucker right there unless somebody else. In the corner it. for now. Yeah. yeah. Um, what the fuck was I talking about with my sickly ass? Um, yeah. Tom Zutad and how he should Zutad. have his own fucking podcast at this point. Listen, Zutad, I'm going to call you one more time. If you're listening, you know you're probably not. But if uh, I'll, I'll direct you to this link. I, I, I'll separate this. I can make you a lot more money by yourself Hell yeah. than what you make in selling these fucking interviews. And while we're at it, we'll even sell these motherfuckers some cars. Exactly. <laughs> like, bro you could literally plug his own shit on there yeah <laughs> like it don't make sense to not mm. be making some money off this shit you can man. sell you can sell your your car car stuff um you can sell a mortgage business and even uh get a nice uh, blue chew ad read in there or something i know right <laughs> Why not? imagine imagine tom zuta talking about viagra and shit <laughs> <laughs> bailey did you move no, I just, uh, I kind of renovated my bedroom. So, like, I repainted the walls and moved some shit in there and got a new bed and dresser. So, if, uh, it looks a little bit different. You got you a nice little shagging pad there. Uh, have the <laughs> ladies commented on on the, the, new, the new bedroom when they come to visit? <laughs> Do they even know they're in the, the same place anymore? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, don't it look nice, Chris? It's like a fancy hotel in there. Like if you, you know, you bring her home drunk, she thought you brought her to a fucking Hilton. Yeah. Now she feels special. I give you at least like a four. It's a four star right there. <laughs> See, my girls think I took them to a barn and we're up in the loft fucking because I was in my in my loft up here. That's literally all I got up there is hay and uh, some chickens and uh, a cat. A cat, yeah, obviously. Well, that's what the cat's for, because you know when you got the hay and the chickens, the rats want to get in, and you got to keep them out of the barn. True. Um, yeah. But it is nice to wake up every morning knowing that, like, you know, somebody's there to make me breakfast. I don't have to buy eggs, and eggs are in everything. Can't Literally. make a cake without eggs. So I don't know if that's how that works or fucking not. I don't know. Can you imagine though, like Buckethead with his chicken coop? Like, have you ever smelled a chicken coop? You don't want to. <laughs> have you? Never. I have. Okay. I'm going to tell you a chicken coop has a very distinct smell that you never fucking forget. And it's because, you know, there's so many chickens in there and they're shitting. And then when they shit on something, they just throw some straw on top of it and keep building on it. And they shit in their nests. Like babies, when chickens hatch, they shit in the nest, and then they just build more hay on top, and then the shit glues it together. That's why a nest is all stiff. When you take one out of a tree, even for all birds, it's because they're held together with a lot of shit. 
at the bottom. Interesting. Fun fact of the day, guys. We're, you're learning something new here every every week on Constant Radio. Ah, <laughs> uh, dude, shake the more you know. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta so, get that effect uh, in there. Now, remember that the next time you hear those stories about Buckethead and the chicken coop, and then add the dog shit on top of the chicken coop shit smell. And man, that must have been revolting. Yeah. I was going to say, when they talked about it in the article, I was like, oh my God, they mentioned the hardcore porn and dog shit. I was like, <laughs> I got that in there. Call back. <laughs> yeah. But I'm glad that. Um, I'm glad that the you know at least the ending there at least that's mm-hmm. out there now. Yeah, the story's been told at least. So yeah, so and of no course, more. Team Brazil didn't want to comment on it because they're a bunch of twats. No, but there's more to that. Yeah, they're definitely. Uh, not gonna tell it on the air, but um, there's I'll tell you off the air. But there, yeah, there's there's. More to that bullshit. Absolutely. Keeps coming the fuck up. And we'll be and here to know, talk about it, hopefully. I want to say <laughs> something time. here. I just want to say something. If you're part of Team Brazil and you're watching this, I'm throwing you a bone here, okay? It's going to sound like I'm being a smart ass, but I'm really not, okay? I know this guy, all right? I ain't on nobody's side here at this point. I, I'm, I'm just trying to help you out here. For real. I'm being honest, okay? Let it the fuck go, dude. <laughs> Just let it the fuck go. If you if you make this boring, he will go away. <laughs> but when you keep engaging him, man, you're making it fun. And and just let it go, man. Stop selling it. As we say in the wrestling business. Don't sell it. If you hadn't sold it in the beginning, nothing, none of this would have happened in the first place. Not even the songs wouldn't have even linked. So just stop selling, dude. <laughs> if you'll stop selling, then this whole thing will be over. That's all I want to say. You know what I'm talking about, though. Yeah, right? yeah. No, no, I, I got you. <laughs> I'm, I'm just letting you go on, man. Just sell it too fucking much. I got you. I got you. When ignoring it would just make it all go away. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. But no, I'm being honest there. Just just stop selling it. I'm not I'm not being a jerk. I'm not trying to make a joke or make a funny, even though this is a funny show. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to help you out here. I'm trying to be on your side for once and tell you what to do. Stop selling. And it'll just go away. He'll get bored and he'll go back to leaving fucking shit on my voicemail <laughs> and won't be a problem no more. <sighs> Where the fuck is Jeff? I just, uh, I just messaged him. He's uh, eating dinner right now. Where's he eating? Ask him where the fuck he's eating. Ask him what the <laughs> fuck meal is more important than this show. Yeah. Better be eating some uh, fucking put. Poontang, right? It's a poontang bar. Goddamn, Kenny. <laughs> oh my God, the rock is off from poontang bar. These millions. God damn, 
<laughs> Did I send you guys the cartoon where somebody made a you, cartoon? You sent me that one. I okay. fucking laughed at that. <laughs> no, dude, you son of a bitch. Oh, man. Jim Ross was the best thing that happened to commentary of all time. Oh, fuck yeah. You but, son um, of a bitch, Triple H. Still probably hates him. Oh, Jim Ross hated Triple H. Hell yeah. Well, I mean, Barry, he was the biggest heel then. You had to hear him. <laughs> he was good at his job, bro. Oh, man. Did y'all see SmackDown this weekend? For, we ain't going to talk too much about wrestling, but did you guys happen to see SmackDown this weekend? I saw like clips of it because I was like, oh, look, John Cena's coming back for a match. Said, I'll watch I watched YouTube the end of it. it. John Cena turning into Danny DeVito, or is it just fucking me? Yeah, that was a very noticeable bald spot. And I saw it circling on Twitter. I'm like, oh, God. And it's getting bigger. Every year it gets bigger and bigger. It's like, dude, go back to the Marine cut. Yeah, at this point, just do that. (laughs) If he'd go back to the Marine. Well, he used to wear a flat top. If he'd go back to that haircut, people would think he just went. But he's showing his hand right now. Yeah, they're going to know it's it's not a choice if you don't hurry up. Grew hair for some reason. Like I don't know, just get a toupee or something at this point. Hair plugs. I don't know. I thought he had the JBL haircut for a while. It kind yeah, of it started a couple years ago. Yeah. Where but if you just go bit. back to the military cut that he used to wear back in the day, people wouldn't notice. But now he's showing his cards too much, and everybody's figuring out that he don't have a say in it. And if he does show up bald in a few episodes, we'll know that it wasn't by choice. Yeah. Like the Rock <laughs> shaved it. The Stone Cold shaved his shit before we all knew it wasn't a choice. Yeah. It worked and in his favor, he, though. Well, yeah. Yeah. But then again, he was a bald guy with a goatee, so he's definitely going to get run over by a car. So, Well, he was going to be a bald guy. Uh, <laughs> well, he was a blonde when he was in uh, WCW. Yeah, you want to know what happened? About the, time uh, he, about the time he went to ECW, he started noticing his hairline receding. Oh, dude, yeah. If you see those old <laughs> the, the ECW promos where he was there for a few months, like that hairline was fucking bad. Yeah, it was getting that Vegeta. Like, you yeah. ever see Dragon Ball Z? It, it you know, was like Vegeta. almost like right here, like halfway up his head. I'm like, oh, geez. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> he called somebody and was like, uh, oh, hell, kid, just shave the fuck off and be done with it. <laughs> and so that's what he did because he didn't, he had to shave it all off before anybody got wise to the fact that he didn't have a say in it. Yeah. Good career decision. Oh, yeah, man. I wonder what Axel would look like bald. Oh, <clears throat> I wonder what any Guns N' Roses member would look bald. Probably shitty. Oh, dude, can you imagine Slash? He'd probably oh. look like old Dude, it'd be like a, a culture shock right there. It's like, it's, oh. it's not the same person. It's a, <laughs> dude, it's a terrible seen, replacement. Have you seen Boy George, though, since he shaved his head? He don't, he don't even look like Boy George anymore. He just look like some old dude, like... <laughs> Shit, not that I haven't seen. That be uh, that be the way of it. Yeah, boy yeah. George. We'll have to look that up after. Um, I mean, Axel's getting a little bit on the sides, though. He's getting some patchiness going on. Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, who gives a fuck, dude? Like he's he's sixty years old. Give him a break. Yeah, I'm like, I'm surprised he still has like a hairline, especially since he wore like like literally the bandana like this, always parting that back. Or like yeah, all the, the cornrows and stuff. In the, the corner. corner. The various hairstyles. 
Yeah, I don't know, man. I'd argue, though, if you kept it long and you put the cornrows in, the cornrows might do a better job of covering up some shit. Yeah, I would say so. Just don't mm-hmm. overdo it like pickles from Death Clock. Yeah. Have you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't go too like Rastafarian with it. I love how Pickles has the 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 dreads and then he's he's bald, so he's got the, the comb over of dreads. Yeah. Oh shit, sorry. I'm I'm uh I'm still under the weather, so Schnifflifling. Um shall we uh I mean, I think it's been enough talk. I think we should start watching this damn concert, man. Yeah, we've been here for what a half hour now. Yeah, uh, let, let's let's give the people, the listeners here, what they voted on and what we promised them. So um, I think it's about that time, gentlemen. It's Guns and Roses live at the Ritz, nineteen ninety one. I'll lower the volume. Yeah, we don't want to. We don't want to blow our eardrums out. Yeah. This is such a beautifully shot. Uh, yeah, the way they upscaled this was insane. I'm gonna make us bigger and this smaller. Yeah, move us up here. No, I'm gonna oh. put this here. Yeah, right there's that ticker up there. Sorry, I'm I'm trying to avoid as much trouble as we can here. Yeah. Have they, have they ever opened with this before? Rocky Rio so 91. Really? Yeah. It was probably, yeah. yeah, before the album came out. They were just like playing all the songs from them and shit. So. I did not know that. He ain't satisfied without some pain. Look at that picture quality. It's insane to me. It's to insanely see. good. The it's so yeah. wild. Yeah, this is 35 millimeter. The upscale is like 4K Ultra HD. Beautiful. Great job. I will say this is the most, as far as picture quality and the presentation, this is the most beautiful concert I've ever seen. Oh, it's insane. It's like I'm almost there in a way. It's like it's better than the pro shots we got from that era. It feels in a way also like we're watching one long music video. Like every yeah. shot has, With has the lighting had and care. stuff too. Absolutely. Yeah, they took care in every shot to make this look good. And then it sat on a fucking shelf for what, thirty years? Yeah. Yeah. Probably on Axel's shelf. Yeah. Remember the good times, Better. man. You fucking like just like gets drunk watching this. <laughs> Better late than never. I know, but doesn't that make it a little more special, too, though, when it did finally come out? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, we even got Izzy? Yeah, yeah this is May, Izzy's uh, still there. 91. <clears throat> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because this was a warm-up show. They had a few warm-up shows before the actual quote-unquote tour started. So that's why, like, in this one, the set list is all over the place. Yeah, there were three of them. There was this one, uh, the Pancake Theater in L.A., and then Warfield Theater in San Francisco. Which I'm sure the other two are probably in the vault that haven't been released yet, but, yeah. you know. Anything that's been pro-shot in, like, a, some sort of thing like this, definitely. 
think the Warfield Theater one they played out to Get Me, which is kind of a rarity at, during those times. Yeah, because that was a big one they used to play on like AFD tours and stuff. That really Get Me. That was, well, they played that like in 2016 a little bit, like here and there. Not as much. Yeah, in the last three they years. played it. When I saw them in uh, 2016 in Phoenix, they played that. It was great. This song, um, I think they were rehearsing this before COVID shut their whole tour down. Like, they went to Mexico City after COVID started and did that one show, and they actually sound-checked it. I think I remember that. Yeah. It was that and Think About You. Oh, I love Think About You. That's one of the best albums on, or songs on Appetite. Think yeah, About You doesn't get... underrated song. And the other place is like, cool too. That song doesn't get enough love by a long shot. Fun fact, I think that's the, uh, one of the two songs on Appetite that Izzy does uh, a solo in. I think the other one's Night Train. Night Train? I'm sorry, do what? Or is it a solo? Yeah, the two songs on Appetite that Izzy had lead solos on. Oh, nice. Was Izzy in Hollywood Rose? Or was he? No, yeah, he was in Hollywood Rose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think back in those days, he basically went where Rocks and those They were like tight back then. So they just went Who was the him. other guy? Chris Weber. Chris Weber? Yeah. Yeah. Or he was in LA Guns as well, I think, Chris Weber. Was he dead? I'm not sure. No, I think he's still alive. I wonder if we can get him. Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take a minute to blow my nose here in a second. But I'm gonna turn my cam off when I do. Yeah. Trying to make this as pleasant for everybody as possible. No, we got some axle speak here, I think. Yeah, let's track it real quick. We uh, wanted to get a little warmed up for the tour that we're going to be doing. And uh, we just thought some of the best places to play would be San Francisco, LA, and of course, the Ritz in New York. Because nobody in the fucking world, this isn't bullshit. A friend of mine was saying today how you fuckers don't take us for granted and it really makes us feel special. And we like being a part of that New York thing. So we're gonna be playing about two hours running through some new songs. This is uh, this is like my third rehearsal since I never make it out to jam with these guys. Some things never change. And, uh, <laughs> I think we'll do something called Bad Obsession. Ooh. I love this song. Yeah, dude, it was cool when they had, like, Teddy Zigzag doing the harmonica and shit. Oh, yeah, they're not going to have all the backing and shit on this show. No, yeah, that was 90, late 91, early 92 when they started doing that stuff. And it was after Izzy left. Or, yeah, around the time or right after he left, when it like, went, like, over the top of, like, the backup singers and got a horn section. 
Oh yeah, so this this version of Bad Obsession is a little more clean than really yeah. more pure. Mm-hmm. Like Slash brings out like that special guitar. Like the premium uh, whatever it's called. Yeah. There's always a so yeah, this black guitar is part of. I know like you could be mine, you always had the red BC Ridge. There's like a few songs you like you did with that. Like certain like tracks they play live, like a certain I thought this song was a, about a sleepover when I was little. <laughs> I'm serious. Like he's come home from school and he's tired. That's really what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> then you realize you just called his mother the C word. I didn't know that word yet. I didn't understand what he was saying there when I was little. Is this is similar to Mr. Brownstone. Is this about heroin as well? Yes. Okay. You know, the fact that you had to ask that question, man, just shows how good of a guy you really are. You can say, like, yeah, the course definitely would. Nothing to be ashamed of not knowing shit about drugs, my friend. I really wouldn't know heroin, though, in real life if I saw it. I've apparently been around crack and didn't know it. Apparently, I broke a dude's crack pipe once because I thought it was an ink pen, and I picked it up off the couch and tossed it on a, on a onto the... Uh, onto the uh, coffee table. And I, I wasn't gentle with it because I thought it was an ink pen, so I just picked it up and tossed it. Didn't even know I broke it. Sat down, had a whole visit with this dude. And then after I left, somebody told me a few weeks later that when I did that, I, or no, a few days later, that I broke his crack pipe. And I was like, well, I'll never go to his fucking house again. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, did that motherfucker like the play. He never found out why. Well, now you know now <laughs> he probably said his name to me today or my name to him today and he'd be like who but I think what I really liked about this song when I was little was I thought Teddy Zigzag looked like a pirate and I remember I was seven years old <laughs> <laughs> He did look like one of the uh, Tokyo gigs. That's all. That's all we. That's all I had to go by. Right. This song. I don't know how we have not heard this in the set list. Like in the last six years, seven almost. I mean, I, I could. I still think actually even now would probably sound pretty good on it. I agree. I yeah. think. Uh, I think he would do very well with this today. Cause it's in that range because where more. he's it's not gonna be something like this anymore you know yeah stuff where you can go more lower and deeper and then there's low range dude when he sings in his low range it's like you never would know anything with stuff if he just avoid those the fucking higher backup singers to sing the high parts just some shit mm. nobody'd know i already want to change some people be bitchy, but fucking do. That should be a drinking game. How many wardrobe changes does uh, Axel do in the show? Especially from back then. Are we going to drink every time he changes? Because there's, there's already one. one. Throwing a All cap right. in the fucking mink ass. Love the hat. Right? We'll drink up, boy. We'll do that. You should, honestly. It would be perfect, especially in this era. Like, we would do at least like 15 I think I'm the only one with an alcoholic bed. 
I was gonna say, yeah, I think we tried we doing a similar. Pretend. Nobody's gotta know, guys. <laughs> we tried doing Just a similar one. Yeah, we tried doing a similar game with like the axle of the changes, like the we did Sasuke 293. I think there was only like a couple in that one, surprisingly. I think the other one was how many times Axel throws his mic stand. That you probably couldn't do. <laughs> yeah. I remember yeah. thinking of that. I was thinking of like the, the Franz uh, compilation. Where he did a whole like uh, five minute video just him like throwing the mic stand. It was to um, uh, Don't Damn Me. Great video. Shout out to Franz. Yeah. That was a good performance. Just a little something. Wait, does that count as a wardrobe change? To um I don't think so. No. No. Well, I wrote, I wrote Let's put something else on. The verses have nothing to do with that part, but I wrote the chorus because of my next door neighbor. You might have heard about her. Uh that kooky person. I'll tell you about that. There's a song called Right Next Door to Hell. To hell. Crank it down just a little bit so we're mixed in better. That should work. Yeah. Somebody else is here. Ooh. I can't tell who because I can't see them yet. But when they get in, they, yeah. When they get <laughs> in, they're starting hot. So, won't that be some shit when they finally load up and they're like, boom, on the air? <laughs> oh, it's right. is, is it Jeff? Is it Jeff? Yeah, I think it is Jeff. It is, yeah. There he is! Yay! Surprise! <laughs> Welcome to the party, Jeff. Cheers. The we watching the uh, Rick show. Yes, sir. Yes, we are. Oh wow, it just started it. Yeah, we're only the third song in. So yeah, we're yeah, we, we've been on the air for almost an hour, but we're just kind of yeah, yeah. We kind of you guys are going through the whole damn thing. Yeah. yeah. Tonight, huh? Tonight is the night. Episode yeah. two hundred, baby. By the way, everybody. You know how much. For 200 episodes. You know what I would have given in ninth grade or seventh or eighth grade to get the hands on this video? I didn't know about it then. Well, I mean, I did. I knew they were recording all the nights in uh, San Fran and New York. I heard the they video. recorded the whole tour. Well, yeah, but. Yeah, that's all. This is before. This is before the tour started and you knew there was cameras everywhere. Before the intranets and webbings. Yeah. Give myself a little more sunlight. And, and I don't know why bands don't all, or some record label doesn't start a Netflix with concerts. It's, I assure you it's been um, pushed and quote unquote tried to be sold to the big wigs. But, uh, I mean, you gotta think about uh, the whole production, dude, and if the juice is worth the squeeze. I think. 
five dollars a month for that. Absolutely. But they'd have to crack down on YouTube. But I would be fine with them cracking down on YouTube because the ones you get off YouTube are usually shit quality anyway. Right. If they're all like like this, like high quality. Imagine watching fucking Alice Cooper from fucking 87 or some shit and like this and it looks like this. Or Kiss. Or... I mean, Kiss has released enough live shit at this point. They're just releasing stuff off the soundboard now. <laughs> Might as well. That's what I like. I'll be straight up, dude. Like, hey, I'll see what it says. You'll hear Mr. Mike Monroe playing the harmonic and sax on Bad Obsession. Nice shout out. This is something called Brownstone. <laughs> Okay, I think we've heard this one once or twice. We can crank her back down a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> we've heard this we've quite a plenty. I think we're familiar with this particular song. Yeah, it's about a what guy was who... Thought... Is this the first uh, non-Matt Storm song that he's played? Yeah. I mean, I think this so. show at least, yeah. Yeah. I do believe that yeah, is the case. start off probably with like three basically new songs that will not see the light of day for another five months after this. Before whatever the timeline is, I gotta admit, man, this is too HD for like the time it was recorded for me. You don't love it? I mean, I love it. It's like it's rock and roll gold, dude. But it's like fucking almost thirty years too late for coming out. It's like overproduced. Like, come on, dude, you gotta think about the time in which it was recorded. Make it a little gritty. <laughs> I get that. I, I disagree because, okay. and let me tell you why I disagree. Because we have plenty of that. <laughs> We've got the illusion tapes. If I want to see this era look grittier, I'll turn this off and throw the illusion tape in. I at least what, have like the Tokyo op- show? Yeah. At least this way I have that, the option to see it. And that Tokyo show was recorded in like what is today like ultra 4k hd like doug put together that uh japan show to make sure that they had like the top of the line sony products for that show nice yeah i think like a good if option. memory serves me correctly and the story goes that way but like come on this is a gritty band and they're in one of the grittiest times man make it a little green i mean not totally but yeah i mean you huh. could definitely tell it's been gone through with a fine tooth comb Mm-hmm. Yeah, not really. This is why I disagree because if you look at the stage and you think about Guns N' Roses on stage now, this is scaled way the fuck down. This it's the stage. I'm talking about the just, quality of the uh, of the uh, of the, the video, quality of the band. video. The quality <laughs> of the video is like looking through a window in time at what things were going on then. But if you look at the stage, it's about a fourth of the size of what it normally is. There's no orchestra. There's no anything. It's just the raw core members of the band. There's no yeah, pyro. The club show. It's a. Club and I'm agreeing show. with that 110. percent My point is, is like, why not make it a little, a little rough, a little bit of a more of a rough edit, dude. Yeah. Well, as many bootlegs are going around here. If you want to fucking add some, I have seen. Good. I have seen the new one of the New York shows. 
uh, on YouTube where a guy in the upper rafters has got a VHS camcorder going. I don't know if you guys have seen that one going around YouTube, but it, it, I it, hate it, those though. I can't see what's going on. Well, before Was it now, eighty-seven red? Nothing. No, this is what ninety-two. This is ninety-one Ritz. Ninety-one Ritz. Yeah. The, no, yeah, I was the talking about. No, there's a dude on YouTube who has this concert uploaded. It's not the full thing, but he's up in the second oh. row. And you can tell he, like, he brought it in in pieces. Like, his buddy brought the videotape in. His other buddy brought, like, the microphone in. Like, I've seen people, I remember people back in the 90s and the 80s doing that, dude. Sneaking in audio and video recording, like, each friend would take a piece. And, like, when they got into the show, they put it together and then record the show. Hmm. Things we do for love. How was it that uh, it was worded in the Rolling Stone article of a fan base desperate for music from a band that seems desperate not to put any out? Yeah. <laughs> Accurate. Uh, I had a nice conversation with our friend Rick uh, last night for about 20 minutes and had a, you know, wish him and his family a happy new year. And, uh, Mr. Invisible of I, I I read the online article. Have you guys already talked about that? Uh, we didn't spoil the ending, but you're welcome to go ahead if you want to. It's like, it's a fifth of the story, and it's like, if you already know about it, it's nothing new. The ending is. I mean, it's nothing new for some of us, because some of us knew all along. Right. But, uh, we're lying. <laughs> we'll do it again. On the highway. Out six feet down. <laughs> I just don't understand why Izzy just doesn't want to do a show a year. Do it for charity, dude. Just go out and rock one show. He don't I'm have to. For it. Yeah, he doesn't for have it. to. Did he even tweet out Happy Holidays this year? I don't know. It's yeah, we usually get one tweet a year. <laughs> yeah, or him yeah. saying thanks for wishing me happy birthday. Doing like Happy and Holidays. Usually three. His birthday, Christmas. And then New Year's. I haven't seen anything. Yeah. It's like the more you abandon this goddamn fan base, the more they love you. Like, at least fucking yeah, Axel. This year. At least Axel's here. You know what I mean? At least he shows up for, for fucking shows. Izzy can't even be bothered to show up for you. And all anybody ever talks about is how Izzy's what held the fucking band together. Well, I think throughout the course of this show, with our song reviews and stuff, we've we've pulled we've ripped the goddamn veil out of everybody's eyes that actually listens to our show and we have proven beyond a reasonable fucking doubt that that is just absolute horse shit izzy was part of the of the magic but he wasn't what held it all the fuck together yeah it was, it was the whole collective it was the whole collective. that's right cocaine did mutually assured destruction Because I'm going to tell you, man, it's like people blame, but Chinese democracy failed because Izzy wasn't there to write all the songs. Okay, here comes the rain, motherfucker. Uh, yeah. 
Chinese Mob uh, has some really good written shit, man. Like Axel Peak is a good songwriter. I can't songwriter. even think of how many shitty fucking Izzy songs we've listened to in 200 episodes. Go get the ball, y'all. Go get the fucking ball. Oh yeah, I sure. Let's just trade in. There was a time for go get the fucking ball, y'all. We'll go ahead and get rid of better, and we'll replace that with fucking um. Fucking what was that one? He, he fucking needles. Yeah. <laughs> so something, some dumb where he just repeats the same thing fourteen times. Mm. I fucked your mom. I read an article that, or an interview, where Slash says he hated singing, dude. He hates backing up singing. Yeah, I've tell, heard like that. he rarely does it ever. Like he said, he doesn't have the personality for it. He sings with his guitar, pretty much. Which is fine. Yeah, he just wants That's to where his for like confidence four hours. is. Yeah. But you know, that's kind a of... psychological thing too. Because mm-hmm. a guitar player can hide behind his instrument, and even though you can still see him, it's like the fact that you got that there. It's kind what of still. What kind of instrument is Slash playing now? Is he on a Kramer? Is that Slash on a cheap guitar? What is that? It's a first act. It's a straight six. I've never seen the one they're going to smash. November Rain video. Other than the November Rain video when he's got the Strat, I've never seen a lot. Trying to think if I've ever seen him play with a straight six before. Yeah, this was the era where like you switch guitars. And this is a song everybody sings on. Yeah, Doug. There's stuff on back. Yeah. Everybody sings on this. Yeah, Izzy's lead, Axel's backing, Slash's backing. I don't know. Have they got Sorum mic'd up? Yeah, yeah there he is. Right there. You're right. And the whole Remember's band the mic, is singing on this one. I think Dizzy's playing. Starting to turn into a gospel, gentlemen. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to feel the spirit. Somebody's going to get the Holy Ghost on this episode. I'm feeling it. I'm yes. feeling it. You know Slash is feeling it there. Look at him. You never know what's going <laughs> to happen on Guns and Radio when we go live. You know, you, sometimes there's a riot. Sometimes somebody gets the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Man. <laughs> sometimes there's a murder. Does anybody else find it just fucking fascinating that no matter what guitar Slash plays, he knows exactly what he's doing? I play my guitar, dude, and I, like, use my buddies for a second. Like, I, like, readjust all my shit, like, how I play. Well, they're all his. I mean, he's probably true, but, like, on, on that guitar. I, you gotta think about it. Out of all the songs they play, and Slash plays on a solo, does he, you ever think maybe he's like in the middle of a song and be like, oh shit, how does this go? <laughs> I think he's got him set probably. A or do you think that like he's that. improvising so much on solos that it doesn't really matter? Like when I get a guitar, the first thing I do is have the strings lowered. and Oh yeah. Adjust the like neck. He's, yeah, he's got his settings. Let's see what Axel, let's track Axel. Don't act like you really know what it is. There's some there's some really easy words to this. Just living like die. The words are think so. you know you did, you yeah. know you did, yeah. you know you did. I know okay. you did it, just fucking admit it. I think you'll know where <laughs> this fight's coming. Yeah, Dunsford. <laughs> that was the that was the phone call Dunsford got from his the last <laughs> call from the from the Rolling Stone guy. <laughs> I know you did it. I know you did it. Just fucking admit it. Just admit it. No backing fingers on this one. 
That's why, That's why he's why got you the crowd. crowd. <laughs> if I, like you hear it, you don't hear shit. I feel like it was like one of those like yeah. I feel like it was one of those like sing along moments he tried to get over with like you know like the audience just didn't work. They're all just like oh, sing Knock on Heaven's Door. Yeah, it's much more of a well. I mean, you know, you're trying things. It's it's Mm -hmm. a lot of these songs. This might have been the first time they got played live, or one of these. Can you imagine being at that show, dude? I'd do everything and anything just sort of get kicked out if I was at that show. Yeah, you literally hear a full album's worth of new music. Wouldn't that be some shit today? What if Guns N' Roses went on their next tour today? And then they opened, you know, same standard, whatever, welcome to the jungle, fucking it's so easy bullshit that they always do. But then all of a sudden they start singing weird songs that nobody fucking ever heard before. And then that's half of the set list. And then they go That was Paradise. half of the set list on this tour. And then they sing Paradise City and I don't know, fucking Live and Let Die and Go the Fuck Home. And how many people would be fucking livid today? But I that was know. fucking amazing here in 91. If they did the same shit today, how many people would be fucking livid? And this was an affordable show. It's not like they asshole the, the crowd, dude. I think it was like a 15 or $20 mystery show or something like that. One of those secret shows? Yeah. Probably. Like sh- show It was. They show up at the box office day of and get tickets for like 20 bucks. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, you back look. in the day, you could go to a show for 20 bucks, and it was worth it. Yeah, it's not worth it anymore. If he Even wearing especially a club pack. shows like that. No, he's wearing what? that big, big kilt belt. Oh, he's wearing Santa Claus belt? Like, he looks like a fucking Santa Claus belt. <laughs> I gotta get me some of them pajama pants he's wearing, though. I think he changed oh, pants, too, actually. Axel's doing leggings before all the white chicks. This man's an innovator. What are you talking about? <laughs> White chicks around the world saw these photos from this concert and were like, huh? Just imagine how good those pants will look with some Uggs and a Starbucks in my hand. <laughs> and a fucking monster was created. Hey, <laughs> Doc, man. So you're saying pants. Axel Rose invented the basic white bitch? I think that might be what we're seeing here. <laughs> I mean, it's sure the evidence is sure pointed that way. <laughs> the question is, where does the sense of entitlement come in? He's Axel Rose. Have you never mm-hmm. seen him jump off of the stage and slap a camera out of somebody's hand? Hey, get that guy. <laughs> Sarcasm, man. I'm that waiting on him. Out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting on him to do it in this show. Isn't that a beautiful thing, though, about GNR? You're always waiting off for it to go off the rails at any given time. Oh, it was like an indie car race, man. You're not walking there to watch the fucking uh, idiots run around in a circle 500 times. You're there for the fucking car accident. Mm-hmm. I should say accidents, but... Me and Rick talked about every time just about we went to GNR, like, what if Axel gets mad and jumps off the stage and gets in a fight? And then we were both like, dude, I couldn't even be mad. We were at one of those kind of shows. <laughs> that, that'd kind of be cool. Can you imagine if you were at the Riot shows back in the day? 
Yeah, dude, think about it. There's only been incidents that we'll say 15, I'll say 20 shows have had incidents. To be fair, is that fair? 20 shows? Yeah, 20. That that you've been to or that they have had? No, 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 no. That have been period in the history of Guns N' Roses. There's been about 20 shows that have had incidences that stop the show, piss people off. Somebody throws a beer, but maybe the show got restarted. Maybe it didn't, but big incidents that would probably be news. I I was at one. If you count the slice in his hand on the microphone stand. Okay. So about 20. Now you think how many thousands and thousands and thousands of shows GNR has played. Right. So to be at one of those shows is an incredibly rare thing even though it's something that these this band is definitely known for, to actually be there is incredibly rare. I'd feel privileged and lucky if Axel got pissed off and whipped somebody's ass at a show. But I don't feel good is when his uh, maid's son sends a fucking bodyguard to attack uh, a friend of mine that weighs like 110 pounds soaking wet. Right. Now, if that friend got his ass whooped by Axel, I'd be laughing my ass off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, join the club, man. Oh, man. Is the show over, by the way? <laughs> no, this is like one of the rare times they play in the middle of the set. Yeah, like six songs in. It's Ooh, such a weird place for actually... it because we're so conditioned that the show ends with Paradise City now. It's a change of pace, though. I mean, which is kind of cool. I gotta admit, I I don't like it. I like Paradise City where it goes. I don't know how you follow that, because it's... Yeah. To the the diehard, or to the, the, not the diehard, but every GNR fan looks forward to hearing Paradise City when they go. You can be the biggest diehard that claims that you don't listen to any of the hits and all that other shit, but okay, motherfucker, as soon as you get there, you know all the words to welcome to the jungle, so piss off. You know what I'm saying? You see through your bullshit. Everybody loves Paradise City. This is probably the first... Was this the first GNR song everybody loved? I mean, I love it more than the ones that made me fall in love with the band now, but well, when Jungle you first was got my first. Jungle Mine was your Jungle. Friend? Oh, fuck yeah. What was yours, Bailey? Six Wicked. Um, it probably was Jungle. Oh, what about you, Chris? Oh, yeah, it's, it's Jungle, man. That was... <laughs> but I'm talking Jungle, Headbangers, Ball, like, 88, 87, like, early. Then, Par- then Sweet Child, then Paradise. Or maybe it was Sweet Paradise and Terrified. But did like I have a I have a new appreciation for this song on the outro, dude. I listen to it in the morning. My coffee's brewing to get me going, dude. That bass line on the uh, studio album version. I mean, if you have Franz's '87 Red Show, like he edited the audio and he made that audio on the bass line on the live '87 like fucking phenomenal. Noise. But bass, like, when it comes to bass, I'm thankful that Duff just doesn't continuously play behind it. Like, he's got that punk rock fucking 
roles going in there and stuff. And this is on oh, a lot yeah. of songs. It's not just that song. It's like all their songs. Everybody in this band was a beast at this time. Wait, is Dizzy oh, Reed there? Dizzy's there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah he gets very little TV time though. Oh yeah, yeah, he's he's over. They got him buried in the corner over there. Yeah, it's like a. I think he gets a nod on a strange. Yeah, he, he was used for the piano on a strange. Max always did November rain. Away. What, what was was Dizzy officially a member of the band or was he Yeah, his first show was Rio '91 in the Mass Storm. Yeah. No, no, no. Rio is after this. These are the warm-up no. shows. No, Rio was no, the Rio one. Wait, what? No, dude. This is yeah, Dizzy's like second or third show, and they use these shows as the warm-up shows to the to, to the um, Rio de Janeiro show. No, this was after Rio '91. I thought this was just before it. This no, was this part is... of that New York, San Francisco, and LA run they did to warm up the band. Rock and Rio was You're... January of '91. So how was how was Dizzy considered? Or um... when was this? May of this is May of '91. Oh fuck me! How was Dizzy considered a full time member of the band at this point? That Teddy Zigzag isn't. Because he's not there. Teddy, was... Teddy yeah, got literally. fired in the on the like the second. Okay, so like the way Doug explained it is like they knew they were gonna keep dizzy, but they knew they were gonna get rid of the girls, the horns, and the girls, and they were like gonna keep Teddy. So Teddy like left to go back to LA at the end of the tour or the leg of the tour and landed. Gets off the flight. Doug calls him back like, "Sorry, dude, you're not coming back out." So Teddy was supposed to stay, and they were going to get rid of the 976 horns and the girls. But uh, Teddy got let go right when they did. Oh, don't believe me. I thought this was a warm-up show for that Rock and Rio show. Jesus Christ. So this isn't this isn't the this isn't making much sense to me. It was a warm-up for you. But didn't didn't they also play Rio after this? No. Uh, no, I don't think they did. At least not during the Illusion tour. No, it's a lot, it was 91, and then they did 2001. I think you're thinking about House of Blues. Yeah, House of By Blues the way, up to Rio 01. Yeah, I heard the uh, shitty version uh, of this song on the radio the other day, on the pop rock radio, the one where they cut the solo out. Oh, fuck that. It's like when they cut the yeah. Sweet Child's goal in half. Yeah, it's, it's, and I heard the Sweet Child on uh, during the same day. It's complete bullshit. That's what you get for listening to regular radio. No, I'm just kidding. Well, I listen to it too. Off is when they cut <laughs> off the end of November rain. Oh, stage dive. Ooh, stage dive. Grab him, grab him. Get in there. <laughs> get him, get him, get him. Get that tall bastard. <laughs> He wants to say goodnight, but he's not. <laughs> he's right about to. He's like, wait a minute, hang on, checks his watch. Go get that bastard. This Holy is what God. happens when you owe the whole audience twenty dollars. Yeah. That's where like, don't take the the smokes out of my pockets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they didn't. 
Someone Lucky probably got man. a free cigarette off him. Or got like one of those like mini bottles of like vodka or something. Just, you know, I got a cigarette off of DJ Ashba at a concert once. I was it was before I quit smoking, and I took a hat. And when DJ lit up a cigarette, I put my hat out and I was like, "Give me that smoke." And he tossed it in the hat, and then I took it and was leaned over the rail and started smoking it. <laughs> We'd been there like 14 hours, <laughs> and security got to watching me, so I went, fine, fine. I put the cigarette out, stuck it in my pocket. Now it's in a shadow box at my grandma's house. Your request is like a man, Holmes. Oh, was he going to play Taste Good, don't it? We'll see. Let's track Orange it. Shucker. Crash diet. That's not my voodoo child. Axel, don't smoke him a cigarette. He got a minute. Okay. Sounds like one of those jaw hearts. A failure to communicate. Uh, so the way Axel actually said the intro. That's a neat it's, fucking. Yeah. This whole thing has just been a neat trial of all the oh, neat way to hear all the songs, and they're not so polished form. Yeah, because this is before the album was even, I think, like fully mixed and mastered. Yeah, that, that's actually true. Because even "You Can Be Mine" has different words in the in the rant part. Yeah, we noticed that. Like, I think some of the the, the, the it got switched from different parts. Like, it says something's earlier than like the actual studio recording. Like that last couple lines, like totally different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember loving this song when it come on the radio. I I used to listen to classic rock a lot when I would ride uh, uh, deliver pizzas back in the day, and this song was a regular. Your mom's ass is wide. And I swing her hips from side to side with my hands on her cheeks and my dick inside. And her bed sheets get swept aside by smelly hands. Did actually have two watches on the same wrist? No, yeah, man, watch. he's got to know where he's got to know what time it is where Stephanie is. <laughs> it was like a, it's like a like a wristband <laughs> kind of thing on top of a watch. It's a it's status like, thing, man. Like you got like a hat on a hat, man. I got a Rolex and a Rolex and a Rolex and a Rolex, and this one is a uh, Kermit the Frog giving the finger because I can because I'm rich. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Axel walked to a hot topic. Like I gotta buy all these like nifty accessories that like, no one will buy. <laughs> Oh, 
Love that lyric. Kind of weird because Steven played on this track, but Izzy didn't. Izzy's not on this track. Really? Uh, not to my knowledge. I don't think he is. Caputo will know for sure in a minute. Oh, look it up. I know. I know. This is the last, technically, the last sort of official. A recording of like Steven Adler, like as part of the band. But let me, let me check that. Man, I, I, I'm sorry, Jeff. I'm just I I hate to beat the dead horse to bring up old shit, but I just cannot agree with you on the picture quality of this. I just think this is so fucking beautiful to look at. This is Izzy's on this song. Well, I think it's great oh, too. Is? It's a gem, but I think I think I think it's just like for the time it was recorded, what the band was going through. You could add no, a little cockiness to it. I see your point of view. I get it, but I just, I just, I just, I'm in love with this picture quality, brother. Yeah, I think like the alternative they could have done was like you know we'll upscale it to you know 4K Ultra HD, but you can also have the 35 millimeter, you know, available. Your, that your would have been a options. cool alternative. Yeah. You know what I feel like we're watching? I feel like we're watching Guns N' Roses the movie. <laughs> no, not yet, dude. I still have hope for Perfect Crime. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm not gonna agree to that, nor give it. I still have hope that that will see the light of day, yeah, and then we can watch the movie. Well, dude, I years. mean, listen, man, you don't really, you can't take away the reality of the fact that Appetite for Democracy is Guns N' Roses the movie because it was yeah. released in theaters. And it was in 3D, wasn't it? It was in 3D. Yeah. It was released in fucking theaters. Okay, like that's yeah. the movie. That's a movie. They got they got inspired by Avatar, so we gotta put the shit in 3D. Yeah. <laughs> now if they'd have had some avatars, they had a few special effects, those shitty uh fireworks that they tried to put on at the front of the DVD. You know what I'm talking about? It probably so, yeah. looked better in 3D but looked shitty in real life. I will say when you were there, the car you know how they played the cartoon of the robot doing something fucked up? Yeah. They don't show it on uh, the DVD, but when you were at Appetite for Democracy in real life, they had a same cartoon with the same fucking robot doing something fucked up to start the show. That's where all that started. But it was a hologram. And if you look at the beginning of the show, those lights that kind of stretch way down and almost touch the floor, a lot of those had something to do with showing this fucking hologram. But like the whole cartoon was acted out on stage. It was the the robot would walk on stage, he'd do something fucked up. The big fucking giant thing with the teeth would come after him, and it was it was all holograms and shit. And I don't know why the fuck they cut that out on the DVD because that was pretty fucking cool. It maybe it just cool. maybe it just didn't translate, translate to the well. camera. Yeah, probably could have been. But if you could ever find it, that would be a cool thing to look at. Definitely. 
And I, it's, dude, it's been fucking. Anybody else noticing how far off the stage, uh, the stage right of the band that Slash's wah wah pedal is? <laughs> the yeah. stage is so tiny they couldn't put it like in the middle of a setup. Somebody might just accidentally step on it. <laughs> <laughs> Look how far yeah, off the side of the stage it is. <laughs> with the way these guys operate back then, they were running around this shit like chickens with their heads cut off. And probably fucking drunk and shit. As well. Oh, yeah. Uh, we want to tell everybody, if you want to uh, purchase this and uh, watch it without our commentary, it is available, I believe, on GunsNRoses.com. Where would they get it from? Do they got to buy the whole fucking box set to get this? Yeah, I think it's in one of I don't know, it's in one of the seven fucking boxes. Oh whatever. well, fuck that then. Just get on eBay. <laughs> I, was gonna, I was gonna say it was on YouTube for a while, anyways. So yeah, I guess just bootleg if they're not gonna make it available in a reasonable fucking manner. I'm not paying seven hundred dollars for a fucking DVD. I would have back in the day. <laughs> I would have paid it. I would have paid it twenty years ago. I mean, I nobody else had it. it. When I lived at mom's house and didn't have any bills and shit, I bought all kinds of stupid shit before I had bills. And you can work on recording it till hell freezes over. But if you're going to play it again, you guys are the only thing to make it fucking worthwhile. And why'd you get mad when we leaked it? Throwback to the 70s, but I really dig the fuck out of this part. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. Matt Sorm. Drums, 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 drums. Drum solo time. See, this is pre-wig Sorum. <laughs> yeah, this is when he had a bandana. It's like yeah, he looks, is... looks like he has to take a shit when he's playing. Now yeah. you've seen you've seen Matt like, Sorum's uh, hair. Every other time, you're gonna tell me that this one's that that wasn't a wig. Yeah, he spikes it up now. I'm like that. No, that was, that, that was a wig. It was all permed and shit, dude. That if you're gonna go with a wig, why are you going with the perm? <laughs> yeah. So that so that people don't. We have a it. we have a mass assessment, Mr. Storm. We have the straight hair. We have the this Goldilocks. Man. We have the Goldilocks perm. Oh shit, the Goldilocks perm. Let me see that one. <laughs> Came out of Axel's personal uh, collection. Borrowed it from Phil Spector. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I'm surprised man. Matt. I'm Matt uh, didn't uh, cause some cause some beef with Axel because he's wearing a bandana too. It had to keep what. the thing in place, man. Like Brett Michaels's wig. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You gotta tie it to your head in case you bang too hard and it flips off. Man, can you imagine telling your girl not to pull your hair? <laughs> Don't touch my hair. Pretty dope drum solo. Duff can barely stand up, dude. I was Look. about to say, I believe this is baby uh, face stuff over here. This is uh, alcohol duff. This is a uh, bottle of vodka. Dude, what is up with his back? Look at his back. Was he like burnt as a child or something? I never noticed that before. Yeah, that's ooh. see, that's what you get with the 4K Ultra HD, man. 
Maybe a little too much there. I don't know. I'm sorry, but... Maybe he had, like, yeah. serious back knee as a kid. Could be. Maybe Possibly, he just but... slept. Maybe he slept on it wrong last night, like <laughs> like he passed out. Like, you know when you pass out on the carpet and you wake up the next morning, how your skin, <laughs> look, your skin looks <laughs> like the TV with the static on it? Good point. But, uh, Jeff, anytime I see Duff from this era, I just think of that video that you sent me all the time. Of, <laughs> it's Duff, but it, it's Mr. Mackey's voice saying, Drugs are bad. Have you guys seen that video? Yeah, I think he's yeah, said it to us. I think I've seen it before. I've done. You do yeah, drugs. You're bad. <laughs> don't do drugs, okay? I have a feeling, dude. If this doesn't lead into you could be mine, I'm gonna be disappointed. You haven't watched this yet? No, I've watched at or, it, but I got bored. And... I've only seen the first half hour. I, I got to Paradise City, and then I was like, well, I don't really need to see any more, I don't guess. Plus, it's, like, hard to get me to sit down and watch anything. Like, I'm doing it now because I have to. <laughs> I'm the same, but if I really want to watch it like this the first time I saw it, I will. All right, there's a little song called Wichita Line, man. <laughs> <laughs> What a weird fucking cover. I hear they're going to cover uh, Travis Trent, Here's a Quarter, in their <laughs> next uh, tour. At, at this point, they might as well start covering like, random country songs. This Junior Goes Country is like an EP. So her asking Garth Brooks. Like a spaghetti incident? Like, yeah. Spaghetti Western. <laughs> the spaghetti Western incident? Spaghetti Western. It'd be the Ford F-150 incident. <laughs> I don't know. I, I might pay for that. I don't know. The Bronco bus. I would, I would have to see the track list. It'd be like Garth Brooks, Friends in No Places. You know, they'd be like your cheating heart by Hank Williams. Oh, it is. You could be mine. Look at your car. So it's definitely you could be mine. It's coming. Um. It's just all Garth Brooks covers, man. And there you go. Bring me two pina coladas. Um, <laughs> and a little bit of Jimmy Buffett. Speaking of margaritas. Yeah, we have Duff on 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 vocals for West and Away again and Marijuana. Almost said marijuana there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll admit, dude, I see more tits at a Jimmy Buffett concert than I have a Guns N' Roses concert. Mm, I ain't never been to a Jimmy Buffett concert. But I went always... when I was like eighth grade. You can ask Rick somehow. I went a lifetime, a lifetime ago. I need to make it clear. I have never put my hands on a woman at a concert in any shape, form, or fashion. I've always felt it disrespectful and borderline assault even before the rest of the world agreed. All right, I want to get that out there. However, that being said, and I'm a tall man, at, at least of all the shows me and Rick went to, at least the majority of them, and he could t testify to this, some woman's tits ended up in my face with me going like this 
<laughs> like, <laughs> at every fucking show. And a couple of times she did the thing where she grabs my tall ass and brings me down. Now, that would be sexual assault if she was not hot. I just want to say that. <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, my God. And they were poking a bear and didn't know it. <laughs> They're playing with fire here. <laughs> but, yeah, that happened all the fucking time. But I've never been to a Jimmy Buffett show. But I'd shiver to think, because all the women at the Jimmy Buffett show, I'm seeing, like, 60-year-old grandmas. That's now. I'm talking about 30 years ago, I went to one. What, you were like five? I was in eighth grade. That's like, what, 15, 14? How the fuck old are you? I just turned 45. Oh, I thought you were my age. So I was there for the beginning of all this shit. I really want a cigarette right now. You got a year, dude. Oh, no, I can't stand to be around them. They just doesn't mean I don't crave it, but whenever I do get around one, it chokes me the fuck out of me. Never tried a cigarette. Just never interested me. There you go. Good. Because quitting them is the hardest fucking thing I've ever done. Here, Yeah, Jeff's right. It's been a year. Since I've quit, and like I made him quit. I made I made him quit. I told him I said on his, his drunken tirade last New Year's Eve, he didn't have any resolutions, so I made him pick smoking. <laughs> and I think I said fuck that. Yeah, he was not having it. <laughs> and then he ended up doing it. Yeah, like a month later. I think it was sooner than that. Yeah, it was February because it was a random day in February because I didn't mean to quit smoking. I just decided I would try these one time. And if I didn't, if, if I didn't crave a cigarette, then I would start buying these. But if I did crave a cigarette, I'd get through these for tonight and I'd just go to the cigarette store in the morning on my way to work. All right. And no, I didn't have any cravings at all. Like, so is that I mean, sister 16 to whatever on Matt's shirt? Is that a sister of Mercer's t-shirt? I don't know. Possibly? I'm not even sure what that could be a reference to. Also, um, the speech Slash gives in the beginning of this song, he's like, yeah. it's not going to be one of those music videos where you like see the band and then like the movie and then like the band, and then it's exactly yeah. what the fuck it was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was going to say, Slash, you drunk hypocrite. Stupid ass. We were just something cool with it. Yeah, the last 30 seconds when, I, when term Schwarzenegger is like, yeah, these guys are a, are a waste of bullets. Waste of ammo. But I'll tell you guys, man, when this video did come out, kids were ready for that album. That's why there was like midnight fucking openings of Sam Goody just to get the album. Like, yeah. We were hungry for this album, and this this video was like the fucking match to the huge explosion, man. Yeah, I believe this was like the first, I guess technically the first single. First music yeah. video, I think. Yeah. I love this I mean, song. I remember seeing it like the second time and calling one of my best friends at the time, like, did you just see that? And he's like, holy shit. Okay. 
favorite gun song, and it was in one of my favorite movies of all time. Have you seen Terminator? the director's cut? Bailey, have you seen the extended director's cut? Of uh, Terminator 2? Yeah. Yes, I have. Right on. We should make an annual event out of us watching Terminator 2. I'm down. That'll work. <laughs> like we watch I want to see the extended cut. That's going to be our new... I want to see the extended cut. That's going to be our new Christmas special every fucking year from now on. We just watch Terminator. The extended cut. I'm down for T2. Hey, do you guys notice uh, Axel lifting? Because uh, this is the song he broke his ankle. Well, yeah. It's in the end of this. He, he, he said he literally broke his foot or something. This motherfucker's got some glass-ass ankles when it comes to these little tiny <laughs> fucking clubs. Just a troubadour. Look how strong his yeah. legs are. The rest of him is just like scrawny from the waist up, dude. Like yeah. my ass. Who's got those booties on now? I'm gonna have to start taping them shits up like an athlete before you go out. He's got really he does now. Yeah. He does. He tape probably has to. Yeah. Yeah, he has like those like boots he wears all the time now. You come sketching. Wait, are those Uggs? Wait, <laughs> uh, he looks like a weather. Right. He looks like the weather confused slut at the mall. I think he's like, yeah. <laughs> it's July, I but I really want to wear sweatpants. I think he's tag teaming some Uggs with some booty shorts. It's the random like purple like laser coat things. Like I'm, it's like business and the up Freddie top, Mercury party down on the, all the way down. I don't know what it is with Axel and breaking his ankle during club shows. Like, he did this show, and then 25 years later, it happened again. <laughs> Poor <him> bastard. <laughs> oh, dude, I couldn't imagine. I mean, he's a tough son of bitch. We've always known he was a tough son of bitch. Yeah. You ain't diving in a crowd and smacking around people unless you're a tough son of bitch. But somebody in that crowd, you know, somebody in that crowd has slugged him back, and it just didn't phase him. Oh yeah, for sure. Because of the adrenaline, and we just didn't see that part. You gotta think though, jumping up and down and running around the stage, it takes a toll on your body eventually when you're doing that every night. For sure, man. Like, we did in the show alone in the last hour when you were watching it. Like, he went from the top of that, the top left there, and did at least like four like split kicks in an hour. I'm like, geez, kind of loses meaning after a while. Yeah, you gotta get um, your cardio right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could be mine. You could be mine. Don't forget to make fun. You have to do back and forth. Mom's a whore. <laughs> I don't know why that's my go to. Yeah, and like that scream like it was at the end there. You can tell he's like, fuck. <laughs> two, 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 two. So this was 92, right? 91. One. What so we got? Truth, I could use a stiff fucking drink. What else is new? <laughs> 
92, yeah, like I was a freshman in high school in this house. I think I just did. This is something that made me sick hearing it on the radio. I think it made everybody in our band sick hearing it on the radio. <laughs> this is Wichita lineman. <laughs> something we can all use, I'm sure. Something called patience. Mm. Like a ballad. This is the first song that you, the three of us, reviewed on my first podcast with you guys. It was. Yeah, it? yeah. I think so. We were like fifty-ish episodes in. No, 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 it was the second one. The first one was the river by Izzy. Hit me with some Rod Stewart. Man. I remember the first time you were on. I didn't really know you all that well, and didn't figure you'd come back. You don't come back around these streets no more. Well, I mean, a lot of our early <laughs> guests didn't come back. That's true. That's true. I mean, Sid didn't come back. I mean, not so sure. We really. I think the patience episode was the uh, first episode of you guys that I listened to, because I remember laughing my ass off about Jeff having a Fisher Price uh, record uh, <laughs> turntable or whatever. <laughs> oh man! They cranked my guns. <laughs> Put them in a Teddy Rub. What's some Teddy Rubskins? <laughs> Those Teddy Rubskins. <laughs> yeah. Teddy Rubskins. Just a tape in the bear. Yeah. <sighs> I can't whistle for shit. <laughs> Senior man. Miles Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's true, actually. The first time uh, we saw Splash in Atlanta, Miles said they were getting ready to play uh, Patience, and Miles Kennedy said, uh, "Whistle along if you want. Feel free, but I can't whistle for shit." Yeah, at least he admits it. I wish we could find that CD because they recorded that whole tour like album style. Yeah, was that the Slash and Friends tour? Like for the first album? Yeah. Yeah, they a lot of those shows I remember. I think after the show you could get like a I think like they would sell like physical copies of it afterwards or something. Or it's yeah. like a link to download it. Ah, 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 not today, Jeff. Uh, oh, play along. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna unmute him. Go ahead, play along. I I wasn't even playing. <laughs> I was trying to remember the chords on my left hand. My right hand was No, straight. no, no. I didn't say remember shit. I said get your guitar and play this fucking song. No way. I've been uh, no, uh, not after 4th of July. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> Sorry. Nope. I'm not your game of the week, motherfucker. <laughs> I couldn't stop. Uh, that was so I couldn't breathe after watching that. <laughs> that was actually hilarious, though. Did I? Hang on. I'm sorry. Did we air the version that I edited no. together with the president? No. But you should okay. have added, made that like the like <laughs> sneak oh, preview. The you should have released that like the week of as a sneak preview. 
the episode was long done by the time I edited that. That was a uh, that was supposed to be an insult. But it hadn't movie. aired yet, though. Yeah, but when I'm done with it, I'm done with it, dude. I'm on to the next fucking thing. That was hilarious. I th- I forwarded that to Bailey, dude. He told me he pissed himself. He laughed so hard. <laughs> you see George Washington looking appalled. <laughs> <laughs> You have like the army jets flying in. <laughs> Do we have that? We should we should stick that up afterwards. I don't. I've lost it. I don't know where it is. I don't oh, have, have it. it. May still go to Twitter. I don't know. If one of you have it and can send it to me, I will put it in the archive. But I do not have it in the archive. It would take forever to find it, but it's in there. Man, this is the most boring GNR song. It's just weird, like, they play it right after, like, You Can Be Mine, which is, like, the most, like, fast-paced, like, hard shit. It's, like, what a real, like, it's, like, coming down off, like, a high. It just sucks. Yeah. Like, after play, break. like ease it in, like, whatever. Like, like you can do, like, patience, like, rap or, like, Heaven's Door right before it or something. Like, it's, I think it's better that way. Or, like, save it for the encore. Yeah, sending the crowd out with this song sucks. <laughs> yeah. Playing in the... Ask those for attendance in uh, Michigan 2002. <laughs> Hell, I mean, they haven't done that in a while. Because even when Axel passed out... Um... Uh, on stage, Sebastian Bach came out and sang Paradise City. When did that happen? 2013? It was during the DJ Ashba era. Axel went in the back and didn't come back. (coughs) And didn't come back and... Hang on one second. It happened, I think, in 2013. Uh, Wait, hold up. Bailey, you're fucking with what? me now. You, you you fuck, you're fucking with me, man. Hang on. How do I do this? Get out of there. What the hell? What the fuck? Where'd everybody go? Yeah. Oh, there we go. We're on the top now. There we go. All right. Are you trying to highlight me? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to throw Bailey in the front. Let's try it this way. Ah, oh, fuck, it ain't working. Okay. <laughs> well, how long have you had this this fucking hat on? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Are there we go. All right, let's get everybody else back. Got to remember how to do it. Okay, here. There. Oh, now I'm back. 
How long have you been wearing the slash hat? Because it's fucking with me now. Can they take it off? No, 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 I don't. I just, now that I've noticed it, I wonder how long it's been there that I haven't noticed it. Eh, probably like five minutes. <clears throat> At okay. least. I was thinking, dude, if you've been wearing this this whole fucking show. No. It was, uh, it was right next to me, and I was like, you know what? I'll put it on. I'm bored. I'm not bored, but, you know, <laughs> fuck it. It's, it's a nice hat. It's very cool. Is it leather, yeah. real leather and shit? Um, I think it is. Nice, nice. I was going to say, Axel's so inspired he's put his hat on. Yeah, look at that, Bailey. <laughs> yeah, thanks, you, Axel. Dude, with that hat, he's definitely ready to cover some Garth Brooks. <laughs> My dad got thrown out of a Garth Brooks concert once. <laughs> Wait, so your dad's the Rick Dunsford of Garth Brooks? <laughs> no, no, not because of that. It's because some like he was in the bathroom and some like drunk guy spilled beer on him, was kind of being an ass. So it, my like dad pushed him or whatever. So and then security. No, nah, it's just they were about to, and then security, a bigger guy came in and. They threw both of them out. So that sucks when you don't start it. Mm. Unfortunately, there's no copy in in our thread of chat, dude, of uh, the video from Fourth of July. I, I scrolled all the way up to uh, the July conversations, and unfortunately, I don't see anything. That sucks. Well, that does suck. I'll, I do have I'll, a photo, a screenshot from him if y'all want to see it that I, I took. I thought it was hilarious. Hold on. I can try to dig. Wait, what fucking song is this? This is, uh, uh Heaven's Door. Oh, I was about to say, if they really do start playing Wichita Line Man as many times as I made that joke. This is, uh, Only Women Bleed, Alice Cooper. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, they always use this to intro Heaven's Door. Axel only sung it once. He only sung it once during the Reunion tour, though. Or there, the Reunion tour. It's not. He doesn't sing this part anymore. Yeah, they still play the. Slash uh, still plays the intro, but no uh, lyrics from Axel. I'll take them covering Alice Cooper over fucking Glenn Campbell. Right? Yeah. Oh, 'Cause I didn't we recorded that like a month before Fourth of July. Yeah, we recorded that at least a couple weeks before. So I didn't I didn't scroll far enough. 
I'm sorry to say this, man, but this is like a terrible cover, dude. It's not really good. This is my opinion. And they weren't like the first band to cover it. Well, no, this song came out once in the 60s. Yeah. Yeah, like the Dead's recorded this, like tons of other bands before this. I just, it's kind of unoriginal. I don't stop on the radio stations if it's playing. I think the cover's a little. Maybe, but like, eh, depends. I think it's a little overplayed. Like when I want to put on Guns N' Roses, this is never like the first five or ten songs I want to play. Yeah, I found it. <laughs> found it. <laughs> All right, I just said it. <laughs> oh, there we go. I got it. <laughs> Because he uh, wasn't drinking with the band anymore, but he's still smoking the cigarettes. Yeah. I don't know if he was, like, fully sore by this time, but he was, oh, yeah. he was, he was getting close. He's pretty much there. Yeah, he was pretty close. I think, uh, was it after this, or maybe right around this time, or that you know, incident with him on the airplane happened? I think and that was, was in, like, like his... 80, 88, maybe? 89? I swear that was, like... When was Izzy Stradlin arrested for urinating on a plane? August 27th of 89. Oh, it was 89, okay. So yeah, he's definitely sober by now. Yeah, because that was like his wake-up call, I think. Like his, like, uh, you know, that moment. He was released on the 31st. He was there in your good old city of Phoenix there, buddy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Man, Phoenix band, and Guns uh, N' Roses, shit. I mean, didn't yeah. Axel punch out a photographer? He got arrested in Phoenix in 98. Yeah, Sky Harbor Airport. Air, uh, airport that was just that recently. I didn't uh, over 30 years ago. Yeah, it was 90... Uh, oh, the Izzy or the Axel one? Izzy was in uh, August 27th, 89. Yeah, that was 89. The Axe one was 10 yep. years after that, or almost 10, yeah. Around there. It was 98. According to a celebrity net worth, Izzy is worth $28 million. Yeah, Slash's net worth is fucking... $100 million. Yeah. If I was Izzy, I probably wouldn't be fucking around, riding around with these fuckers and putting up with that shit I didn't want so to I, either. Probably the dude that the royalty check he probably gets from Appetite alone, though. Oh yeah, that's a and the greatest hits album, which is all his stuff, anyways. Yeah, you can you can sustain that. The greatest hits album, which has been on the Billboard charts for like six hundred plus weeks. I got income coming in. Probably got a wife or something we don't know about. That's, that's a shitty greatest hits album too. Yeah, that album sold like sucks. sold like hotcakes. <laughs> what was excluded that should have been on there? Um, I don't even remember what. Brownstone, maybe? Brownstone, Nitrine. We should do a future episode where we just talk about the Greatest Hits album. I think once we cover Symphony for the Devil, because I know that was on there for some fucking reason. Yeah, that was kind of weird. 
And they put Ain't It Fun. I was like, what? Because it was released as a single? Sure. I thought it was a B-side. <coughs> Ain't It Fun was spaghetti like... though, right? Yeah, because they had that, uh, yeah. I think, Since I Don't Have You. Or is that the only spaghetti song that was on the Greatest Hits album? No, I think Since I Don't Have You was on there as well. Yeah. I mean, that's fair, because that was also a single. It's probably one of the better performing tracks, because they actually did a music video. Still the last official music video in GNR history. Technically. If you don't count better. Whatever the fuck that video was. Yeah. Technically, It's So Easy is the last GNR music video. That's true, yeah. Because it finally got released during that poll. So what about... Oh, hard, hard school. No, that doesn't count. No, those are I, weird I would, videos. Those aren't actual. With the Medusa videos. head and all that. The, the reason it's that just I a visual count. Effect. It's nothing. The reason I count the lyric video to hard school is because they released it as a music video <laughs> on ESPN. Yeah, on a 6 a.m. football show. Yeah, sorry guys. I've, I think I've. Uh, I've expanded the usefulness of my voice and shit tonight. Ooh. I apologize. I'm running out of wind and shit, so I'm glad other people are here to help take the heat. Yeah. Still got three, four, five, about six, seven songs left. Fuck a me. Told <laughs> yeah, it's a 20 song set, so. You wouldn't be bitching if you were on it live, though. I would, well, yeah, back then there was no COVID. You know, guys remember that? Remember there when there was not a COVID? Yeah. Dude, I'm at the point now where I, I'm like, okay, I'm not I'm not wearing a mask. I'm not, I'm washing my hands just as often and what have you, but. Yeah, that was me last week. I'm a little more freedom from the waist up. Still using my hand sandy and all that, but. I went on vacation, got to have two days of it, and spent the rest of the time in COVID, or in quarantine. Oh, when was this? Last week. I. Oh shit, I didn't know you had it, man. Dude, I have COVID as we speak, I'm in quarantine. Dude, oh, you remember a year ago? I had that's it. That's why I keep live. disappearing, and that's why I was like, where the fuck are these guys? <laughs> <laughs> I did not know you had it, man, I'm sorry. No, it's all good, man. Is it in your lungs? It's in my lungs, my fucking shoulders. That's the thing nobody talks about is how it hurts. Dude, you remember a year ago, I was in the same boat when you got bored on New Year's Eve and went home and all drunk you and we went live. And I was sitting there all sober and like shivering and bored off my ass. <laughs> yeah, that was it's me funny. Last, last, last year, I was the one with COVID this year. Dustin's got I had I, was, I had it this time last year. I was going to uh, do a live stream like I did last year, last night. I was going to text you and see if you wanted to. And I got, <laughs> well, I started it and I got about. But then 10 the football minutes. game started. I got about ten minutes into it and I'm just pouring with sweat, trying to think of shit to do. Nobody was watching anyway, so I just fucking. Oh, Shannon. Rest in peace. It's going to be uh, somewhere in the realms of our first or second video. This is my homeboy, Shannon. Shannon's Hunter. like, look, the crowd's bigger than ours. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. And he 
That band wasn't together that long before they got a record deal. I think they were together for like less than a year. Yeah, because they broke out around this time, like 1990, 91. He's right there. There is. He's wearing a U and an LV. Coat. Wasn't this around Bailey the time UNLV was getting busted for like under the table payments and stuff? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sure. That's why he's wearing the coat. No, UNLV was like big in the, and then like the Miami Hurricanes, man. And then like they got fucking outed for like taking bribes and shit or something or paying players before it was legal. Booster. Yeah, I remember that. I mean, it's Vegas. What did you expect? <laughs> yeah. I remember watching like, some ESPN. I it was like an ESPN 30, 30 for 30, 30, one of those 30 documentaries. Maybe. 30 for 30. <clears throat> yeah, it was a 30 for 30 on it. I remember watching about that. I was like, oh. Did you watch the one about the Miami and Notre Dame rivalry? No, I haven't seen that one. No, no. That one's pretty good. They were I've ripping off Calvin about... and Hobbs. I've seen the one with uh, SMU and how they got the death penalty in the 80s. Holy shit. Southern um, Missouri for what? No, this is uh, a Texas school. SMU. Was a what like, school? Uh, SMU. I think it's a Texas. Is it Southern? Southern Missouri. That was Southern Methodist. Missouri. Southern Methodist. That's right. Yeah. By the way, I saw the uh, the Don't Cry guitar a couple weeks ago when I was at the Rainbow in LA. Nice. Oh, sweet. Is it in like a million pieces? Or just two? Uh, no, it's glued back together and just hanging up on the, like, kind of in the uh, ceiling at the Rainbow. I thought it'd be cooler if they kept it in pieces, man. Yeah, put it like in a shadow box or something. You know, like, yeah, right? kind of like what they do like at all those hard rocks and put it like in the box for display and shit. I was at uh, a hard walk, rock, hard walk, hard rock in New York City, man. They had one of Slash's guitars on the wall. People just pulled off like tuning pegs and like strings. Yeah. <laughs> they, like, there's like pieces of it left. Yeah, I was at the hard rock in, uh, in Florida last year. There was a, I think there was like a, Something Velvet Revolver related with Slash where they had like on display there. Like, that was pretty cool. I think it was like one of the guitars used during like the Velvet Revolver days. Yeah. Pretty cool. I was like, yeah, it's not GR, the... but yeah, Velvet Revolver will take it. I went to the Hard Rock in, uh, at Universal City Walk in California and they had the uh, Matt Storm drum kit um, from uh, the November Rain, November Rain music video. Oh, sweet. So that was kind of cool. There's a uh, that sticker at the rainbow over Matt's drumhead. <laughs> See, he like wrote oh, yeah. some fucking roses, and Manny was pissed and put a sticky note over fucking. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's with the mouth, Matt? This might be my favorite version of the song. Yeah, I mean, like, I used to, like, hate the alternate version. It's kind of, like, over the last couple of years, it's kind of grown on me a little bit. I, the original still the original. You can't beat that shit, though, still, in my opinion. Dude, on the Bad Apples leg of the tour, I had tickets to Cincinnati, and then Gilby broke his fucking hand. 
when the show got canceled and Blind Mountain was supposed to fucking open. The whole band was in town, man. They're like, I know they were in town. And they canceled it last minute because Gilby's like, I, I just can't do it. I can't play. Yeah. And then the second time they canceled it was supposed to be with Brian May. And they they, they fired their sound guy. Like, come on, just do the show. This is one of the makeup shows anyways. Just do the show. And then... Yeah, I figured it out. Right, there we go. And then figure it out. <laughs> there, <laughs> Bailey, show your hat. Oh, <laughs> Nobody cares about this jackass on screen anyway. Not you, but the guy that, that Axel's talking about. What's now, that's a cool fucking hat. Yeah, is that a feather? Oh, no, that's the price it's, tag. It's like a... <laughs> it's, it's, like take it back. it's like a tie or whatever to like make the hat. Um, oh, okay. To keep the, 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 the belt on? Yeah. Supposed to go in the back? Nice. Okay, I got you. Yeah, that's cool. I gotta get me one of those. They are fucking stupid expensive. They're like three hundred dollars. Am I right? This costs like forty bucks. Oh, I got it on eBay. Oh, nice. Is it one of the signed ones? No, it's not. <laughs> no, it, I wouldn't be wearing it if it was signed. Yeah, I got a signed slash shirt. I gotta figure out where to put. Let me tell you guys. Let me ask you something, Jeff. You, well, all of you guys, Bailey, have you had COVID? Uh, I've not had COVID yet. Okay, so now yeah, he's the only motherfucker who hasn't had it. So now, uh, Bailey, I did, I did listen, fellas. Have... What? It took. I'm, I was just gonna say before I get to what I was gonna say initially. <laughs> the reason I was asking. Uh, it took COVID three years to catch me. Okay. Ladies, what chance do you really think your husband has? That's all I'm going to say. Uh, <laughs> second off, uh, did everything taste like panties when you had COVID? Panties? Like, like zinc? Yeah. Like panties. acidic? Yeah, acidic, like zinc. Like, you know when you was a kid and you'd have, like, hand, pennies on your hands or something, then you'd, like, get your hands in your mouth or something? Yeah, you want me, you want me to tell you? Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you straight up, like, the best thing to count. You're not going to like it. Lemon drops. Lemon drops? That'll take the not, penny taste out? Yeah. A lot of people with, um, uh, what do you call that shit? Uh, chemo. Go through that, too. Huh. It's like a heavy, it's heavy and zinc. Hmm. Okay. Um, so yeah, I would recommend Lemonheads. Tell me that makes me go away. I'm no doctor here. I'm a doctor of the ladies, but not a doctor of medicine. <laughs> <laughs> doctor I'm a very bad doctor of the ladies. So now Bailey is the last Zion. You are the mankind. He is the last Zion. He's, that, like, he's like that kid in uh, what's that Brad Pitt movie with the zombies? Oh, World War Z. Yeah, and when they, they're like running that, like they're in like Egypt or something, that kid gets overran by zombies and just tucks down in a ball, but they leave them all, they leave them alone. That's Bailey in COVID. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was hey. sick recently though. I had a. You take a test. Yeah, I did. Um, then I went to the doctor and they said, you have bronchitis with an ear infection. Oh. An ear sure. infection? Yeah. 
You had an ear infection at your age? Yeah, I... Wow. <clears throat> I got my first ear infection when I was... How old are you? About 25, 27? 26. Okay. I'll be 27 in a few months. That's about when Next I had year. my first ear infection. I don't know. Okay, let me tell you this. The first time I had, I had them all the time as a kid. Orange is the New Black Season 1 had just came out. And this is how I remember that. Because I got an ear infection in both ears at the same time. And I was deaf for a week while they stuffed this fucking medicine in my ears and put cotton swabs. And I couldn't Damn, hear it. I couldn't hear a goddamn thing for a week. Day one was hell because all I could do is lay in bed. Day two, it dawned on me that I could watch Netflix with subtitles. And, watched, <laughs> and that's how stupid I am. It took me two days to think to turn on subtitles. And I watched the entire first season of Orange is the New Black because it opened with Donna's boobies from 70s show. And yep. I thought, man, any show that opens with Donna boobs, I'm going to fucking watch the <laughs> so whole I'm thing. I'm stick around for a minute. Yeah, who knows who's going to come out next. Jackie's going to come out and show her. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, Speaking uh, of which, man, only uh, 19 more days until the 90s show. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I'm, I'm cautious. Uh, and place. another show that premieres that week that's a reboot is the new Night Court that I'm looking forward to. Oh, yeah, I heard of that. Night Court. I will say, though, season two. Night Court was the shit, dude. Season two of Orange is the New Black. I, I did not. I've never watched another episode. I can't even watch the first season anymore. Because now that you turn the sound on, I realize I hate how that show sounds because it's just a bunch of women screaming at each other. <laughs> but, but when you could take the sound out of it and you could actually understand because the subtitles what was going on. But when but I was in a situation where I forced myself that I had to eliminate the sound. So I'm not going to mute the TV and watch season two like that willingly. Has anybody watched that whole series here? Have you watched the whole series? I watched the whole first I season. Got, I got to like the second to last season and I gave up. Yeah, it's just a bunch of women. Once she got it. out, there's like less lesbianic stuff going on. I was like, eh. <laughs> Wait, she gets out and they keep going? Yeah, it's the same as like, it was kind of like weeds that just never ended. Like, I think what, what, weeds could have easily the, the, ended like two seasons before. The point of that the show. That supposed to be reboot. The point, the whole point of the whole show was Piper in jail. Yeah. So when she gets right. out of jail, the show is over. Fuck it. I'm not watching another episode. I would agree. Make more. I would What's agree. The point of that. Exactly. I kind of got to the same point where, like, the last two seasons of Weeds, where she rehabilitates herself into society in the halfway home. It was just. I don't know. It was just unnecessary. But they're also rebooting Weeds, and they're calling it 4.20. Nice. Cool. I am pretty or stoked for 90s show. 4.20 or something. Now that Danny Masterson has been found uh, well, not guilty. Well, the no, hold on, he was acquitted. Not, he wasn't not, found not guilty. It was a mistrial. Anything. So he's still going back. Yeah. It's that's a double jeopardy kick. Yeah. That's not guilty in my book. Not yet. There's been a verdict. They're going back to trial soon. For him. I don't yeah. think. Yeah. They're going back? Yeah, because it's a mystery yeah. house. They're going to reevaluate, I think, like the next month or two. How many times do they get to redo that? How many well, times? Another number of times. Jeopardy and enough for uh, the X-Post factor. So why does he get tried over and over and over the fuck over again until he's found guilty? And then I'm supposed to 
cancel all the shit I liked him in. No, you don't have to. You should say fuck that. Fuck him. And and I don't think he did it though. So that's the thing. I don't know. It's pretty sketch. I mean, and everybody's got their evidence. I don't know. Yeah, I'm 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 saying no. And if you don't like me saying no, you shouldn't abuse the privilege when you canceled everything before him. It's like one a week, and I'm not participating anymore. It's like every other day we're canceling something. Remember when they tried to cancel Axl Rose, and everybody was like, go the fuck away. It didn't it's get off. any traction anyways. Yeah. It's because we were like, no, fuck you. Yeah. Now I'm like that with everything. Cancel some shit, I'm like... Fuck that! I'm not. I'm not playing anymore. This game has gotten old to me. Oh, oh, hot girls. Oh, oh. oh hotter girls. <laughs> Even more. <laughs> Uncle right. Bray. So if we agreed, is Danny Masterson is he completely canceled or what's up? Oh no, I disagree. I say bring him back. I don't know. It just seems sketch though, because like he's part of like the whole Scientology shit, and you you hear the yeah, shit that, like, that they do to these sketchy. victims. It is very sketch. Dude, that's, that's that whole thing. save me Tom Cruise religion has been sketch from the word go, dude. It's like you're fucking famous. Why do you join a cult? You're already part of a cult. You're part of the one percent. <laughs> like, don't join another one. What's he say? So who else is like it? Him, John Travolta, Tom Cruise. I mean, Isaac Hayes was, was a part of it. Can we track Yali? I want to hear what he's saying. You should not forget that. Maybe Pete Brazil shouldn't either. So we took off for a while, went through a lot of changes and shit, and all of a sudden, you know, a couple of years later, after the fucking last tour was over, we noticed that the whole music industry and the whole rock and roll attitude went right back to day one when we first started. <laughs> so now what we're doing is we're, we're fucking, we're touring on a record that hasn't been released, because when we started out in clubs, that's how we started. They didn't release a fucking record. And yeah, remember when you used to do that? Never believe anything you read in Spin Magazine. This is true. Back then, he was telling motherfuckers to get in the ring. <laughs> yeah. This is a, a little baby of mine called Estranged. Ooh. Damn, I cut a nut off to see this in a club. <laughs> Not damn. Today? No. Then? Yeah. <laughs> See, there's Dizzy's little two minutes of fame in this. Yeah. Where he gets the shirt off from Axel. Poor guy. Hey, guys, our keyboardist back there is actually doing something. <laughs> Don't forget, there's another person in the band now. Yeah. It's not a bad setup for a club piano, dude. Agreed. Dude, that Axis microphone looks like a fucking pipe bomb. I was just thinking that, dude. I was thinking it looked like... 
Chris, like Chris, the fuse like, down a little bit. I was just thinking it looks like one of those. Thank you, Chris. I was just thinking it looked like one of those Wiley e. Coyote sticks of Acme Dynamite. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like the fuse and run, dude. <laughs> yeah. But I do wonder where his mic stand is now, dude. Somebody took Tossed it away in the back him. somewhere. I'm and taking like, this away till you. I believe. I believe, and I'm not a hundred. That the wheel came off of one of uh, Wes Arkeen's uh, choppers. Or his little kick cars. Mm. I could be wrong. But I think that's the rumor. But if you look at it, and you, it, it is kind of a rip off the Freddie Mike, or Freddie Mike, Freddie Mercury's microphone. Yeah. When he detaches it. Yeah. When he detaches it. Oh, yeah. Totally is. Yeah. Mine's a little more three dimensional, so fuck you, Freddie. <laughs> Well, that was, I, I carried uh, I carried that gimmick in wrestling with the Freddie Mercury microphone. Yeah. That was my gimmick. And like Jim Cornette had the, had the fucking tennis, tennis racket. racket. I had the Freddie Mercury microphone. I would cut my promos with a Freddie Mercury mic. And then if you got close to me, I would uh, I'd hit you with it. Except mine went all the way to the ground and then it had a rubber tip off of a walking cane on it. So that it would stay put where I put it, and then at, when the match was started, I'd, I'd turn the thing in the middle and drop down the main piece, and I'd turn the microphone. I'd turn the microphone on when I'd hit people with it, so it'd sound better, sound like it hurt more. <laughs> yeah. No, Izzy's the only person who hasn't done a, a costume change or a guitar change, except for patience. Izzy's probably over it at this point. He brought one what are they doing, dude? Playing rock and roll. What are you talking about? They're like rubbing up against each other. Like, hey, man. Like they're in a band or something? Yeah, I know. Like, right? like they were a little bit more than friendly, dude. Like, somebody did to me. I'd, ask him. I'd have to give him a push. Like, nah, dude, this is my area. If we're ever on stage together, I'm going to climb up on your fucking shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> You're like two of me, man. Can I do it? Can I'm I climb make, on yours? Come I'm going to make you hold one. all 300 pounds of me <laughs> and give me a piggyback ride. <laughs> while you while you jam on your guitar. Yeah, and I'm going to be <laughs> wearing... Or your bass. Which one do you want to play? Your I'm going to be wearing a kilt. Oh. <laughs> Are you gonna wear it the right way, or are you gonna wear it the? Oh, I'm gonna wear it. I'm gonna wear it the proper way. You'll know. Right? Who doesn't if, know what the proper if, way if is? If I were you, I would probably the proper stop. way is commando. The best thing you can do is to stop shaving the back of your neck, because <laughs> uh, I promise the less you can feel back there uh, is gonna the be to your advantage. <laughs> and then you could just pretend it's not there. But if you shave the back of that neck, you're going to know, bud. Oh, it's starting to feel a little hair Harvey Weinstein in here, man. <laughs> oh, fuck. Jeez. Like, seriously, what's up with his back? Did he get burnt, or did he have, like, a lot of back knee as a kid? I don't know, man. I ain't never asked him about it. It looks burnt, man. Maybe Alexa, he got the belt. Why does Duff McKagan have a back like Freddy Krueger? <laughs> I'm just thinking maybe it's because of the guitar strap. He says she doesn't have an answer. Maybe he did got a he got a bunch of backing from a guitar strap. You're right, dude. 
Yeah, it's probably like the kind of right there. Oh, I didn't think of that. The marks. Yeah, that. Yeah. That's a good point. Still though, I don't know if he. You get it from just the guitar strap on. Mixed on with it, sweat like, and all that. Who knows? I mean, yeah, I get yeah, dirt from the strap. I get a little something on mine sometimes. Like, like if I play for a long time, I'll get that where the where the buckle rot, rot you know, where where you size it, the little buckle there. That'll leave a, yeah. like a little place on my shoulder. When I clean the house, I usually just throw the towel over my shoulder, like right here. Like, oh yeah, like that. And dude, I've got I got like a fucking pimple back on the back of my neck, dude. It's been there for over a decade. <laughs> it's chilling, man. Want to have that checked out, bro. Yeah, it's it's hard hard back, bro. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know about if that's a pimple, Jeff. It's a growth. It's a, it's the other me from the womb. <laughs> have you seen that that old creepy pasta about the dude with the face on the back of his head? And it was real. They had pictures of him and shit, and like oh, Ripley's shit, Believe real. It or Not, and those old freak shows from back in the day. Did Slash have like, a scab on his arm? From a needle. I know, who knows? Yeah, right. I mean, Slash's pants are like half off at this point. He's probably got some track marks in there right about now. Yeah. The, oh, hey, kitty. The bobby pin that was holding Slash's pants together has already been fucking bobby gone pin. now. Because <laughs> they have a button on there. It's probably holding together. There was one, I think we were watching this video with Dustin. Like slash playing live, and his pants were literally held with a fucking like rope. Oh, when we were doing summer slash, and he was doing uh some live shit like EVK oh, or something. I think I remember that. Yeah, and they're he was doing like some live stuff. They're like uh, some award show or something. I don't know if it was, like a rock and roll hall of fame or something. And like he was literally it was, it was like a, a it was like a fucking rope. It's like a twill rope, like a small, like very thin piece of rope, just holding his fucking pants. <laughs> Couldn't find a belt. The most uncomfortable slash ever made. Wait, does, does Dizzy get an intro right here? No, Dizzy already, oh, got, already got one. Yeah, we didn't that. have the the what do you call it? The routine uh, yet. Yeah. If we could only see the dolphins. <laughs> oh, fucking dolphins. I so mean, they should fucking throw that on the screens now when they plays it live. Like some That's not dolphins. very street. Ah, <laughs> uh, who cares? This is the non-this lifetime cash cow tour? Throw all the three effects in there. Have James Cameron like fucking produce this shit. <laughs> I mean, he's already got seven avatars, half shot and ridden. So why not? Why not? Has anybody seen the new Avatar? Oh fuck no! No, I haven't yet. I have no ambition. It's already made a billion anyway. So who gives a shit? Who watches this shit? Uh, I don't know. Al, what's your claws, son? Get your claws out. James here. Cameron fans. Okay, Cam tell me, tell me a different James Cameron movie. Titanic, Terminator 2? 2, 1, 2. 1, one 2. True okay, it all is. He produces the most recent world. A Leviathan he did. What other movies has he done? Aliens. Aliens? Aliens? Prometheus? No, that was not good. Yeah, uh, no, I, I don't Prometheus like any movies. Precursor I, I, yeah, but like, I, I would, I would probably like these movies because I don't like any of the movies you've listed off so far. But if they all took place in the same universe with the same, I'd have to sit down and do that too. Then, wow. uh, like, I would, I would sit through uh, Jack Dawson from Titanic 
uh, or whatever his fucking name was, Leonardo DiCaprio, that character from Titanic, and now he's fighting aliens. <laughs> like, like the the aliens take his frozen body out of the ocean and thaw him out. <laughs> he didn't fall off the ice. And then he just starts going Indiana Jones on their ass. <laughs> I, now I would go see <laughs> that, and I could do ninety <laughs> minutes of that. That'd be great. But as they are now, I'm just not fans of any of those franchises. The Abyss is good. It's the future. I, I got Leviathan in the Abyss. Here you go. It's the future. The ocean gets thawed out because of global warming. Uh, Jack Dawson uh, thaws out of the iceberg, and he wakes up, and now uh, he, he's fighting Terminator in the future. There you go. Billion dollar idea right there for you people. Hey, Just take it. I know that guy. Quit. Our drummer just quit. Oh, well, that was not good. the first time. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they fired one. This one, they, they fired. Actually, they, no, they fired. They fired two. Yeah, they fired Adler and Sora. They wouldn't have a drummer leave until '99. Who was the first drummer to leave on his own? Yeah. Is it Freeze? Then formed, freeze. Then he formed a perfect yeah. circle. Yeah. Speaking of which, Izzy, if he actually found one, why didn't he call the cops? He's just like all nonchalant about it, throws a cigarette butt in, goes back oh. to recording. Like, it's what LA. the fuck? Bring the evidence. I know, right? And, and, and what does he do? He puts a cigarette with his DNA like right next to it. Like, there you go, buddy. <laughs> it's LA, dude. Depending say, on the neighborhood you're in, it's probably yeah. best not to. By that time, these guys are living long enough there, they're already just like, oh, well. Plus, never, are you really going to call the cops when you got warrants? That's true. <laughs> I got to say, there's nothing. Nothing anti-establishment like a fur coat. Oh, <laughs> I think that's actually feathers. Feather coat, whatever. <laughs> I think it's uh, ostrich feathers. Hey, let me tell you something. Or Hulk Oscar. Hogan wore feathers in the NWO. Oh, what, brother? And the NWO is anti-establishment. Also, it's for life. That's right. It's for life. Brother. Like Brother. every other gang. So, I mean, you know, you know. Well, I don't know. This is this is what the NWO was based on. <laughs> Double That's time how Because <laughs> NWO wouldn't come around for another, what, six years? Five years? Yeah, it was 96. Five years. Five years. And Hulk Hogan was like, ah, oh, brother, I'm a bad guy now. I got to look like a bad guy. Who's the baddest guy on the planet? Let's see, brother. I think Axl Rose just got in another fight or probably started to riot him. I'm sure he was on some kind of bullshit he, back then. He was wearing that feathered coat, though, when he did jump in the crowd in um, <laughs> St. Louis. That was, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> this, is, this show is before St. Louis, too. Yeah, oh, a few months, I think, right. before. And when he jumped oh, in, wait. it looked like a turkey got shot. Fucking feathers <laughs> flying up over there. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder he wanted to get out of there. He's like, and, like, Pete, I had to review the dirtage and shit. Like... <laughs> oh, that's funny, man, but coughing really fucking hurts. 
But dude, look at the look at the bright side, buddy. When you do get better and all you get to cough up all that green shit and you feel it coming up your throat, mm. you're like, mmm. Lung boner. Oh. And then you get to split and spit it out. Dude, you wanted a good rock and roll show. This was it back then, man. Oh fuck yeah. This was an amazing show. But now, dude, you gotta spend an arm and a leg to go fucking see you and shit, dude. Jesus. It was like industry standard, like fifteen fifty to like twenty five fifty per show. Okay, Chris, guys, I've got a I've got a serious question. Is there I think we have a a live stream limit of three hours. Ooh, Do we have? We have like okay. two more songs after this, anyways. Yeah, this is okay. almost over. I was about to say, is the show's two hours? Yeah, just over two, okay. I think. Yeah, we'll, we'll we got time. I don't know how strict they are about that limit on here yet. We're using a brand new um, service. Is this the one I helped you beta test. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you what, man. Uh, it's better than the other one, man. There's no drag in the uh, in the video, at least live. Well, right yeah, now, the way we the, the 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 workaround we have found is Chris is just gonna do that shit. Yeah, I can take care of the video stuff. And uh, I will not. <laughs> <laughs> there are two of us. We are team. We get to do things like that. It's like those soundboard guys right there. Right. We're literally bringing a piece of this shit to bootleg a concert. Hell yeah. Or to do a podcast about a bootleg concert. Speaking of videos, I got plenty lined up for some music video watch longs. All right, so play this riff, Jeff. Play this one? Yeah, you got your guitar with you nearby. Jeff's going to play. Wait till the solo. No way. Wait, I can't play the solo. Jeff's going to play the guitar solo. I should have tuned. To be honest, play. this is a lot more fun song, more fun song to play than listen to. Yeah, to I honest. agree. That's gotta like be. It was better to hear it back in these days because it's actually played. Especially the outro. That's what I say about country music. It's fun to sing country music, but it's not fun to listen to it. Like, I don't know, man. Like yeah. this song didn't mean much to me, man, until like. I had a niece and a nephew to worry about. You know, if you have kids in your life, man, then yeah, this song makes sense. But if it does, if you don't, then it's like fast forward. Maybe that's my, uh, maybe that's my issue with it. I just never cared for it, to be honest with you. I mean, it just ain't never been one of my favorite, uh, DNR tracks. 
Yeah, I, I, I can see why. I feel like sometimes you just need a break from like hearing the, the hits all the time. It's like it's only got over like a billion. And it's, it's only like, got over a billion hits on YouTube though. I mean, also on Spotify, I think like this and a couple other other tracks have hit a billion streams. The one song they hate, we hate, it's made billions of dollars for them. <laughs> this is their only number one single. Really? Yeah. Yeah, this is the only time they were hit number one billboard. I didn't even know that. They've had a couple. I thought they were all bangers. This is the only one that hit number one, though. The rest charted, but yeah. this was the only one that hit number one. Hmm. Not even November Rain? No. No, that was like, I think it was like a top five hit, but it wasn't number one. Does was that make GNR a one hit wonder? <laughs> Fuck no. Sure. Fuck no. Well, I mean, there's another band that's a one hit wonder that you wouldn't think of, like the Stones or somebody. Dude, I'll Gordon's argue it's out of the ground. The Stones are a country band. They're more blues. I they're blues. I would say blues. Dude, you got like you got blues and country. Woman. You've got fucking uh, wild horses. The Stones are very country influenced. They've got country influence, but so does all blues. Blues and country both uh, spin out of gospel. Oh yeah, they're right. Like if you gospel started the blues and gospel started country, it's just really what part of the south you were in um during that time because like if you were more bluegrass gospel obviously you know like these parts are fun to play Jefferson kind of had some country roots there's that bluegrass. but definitely they had some blue. oh fuck yeah Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Where do we go now? I mean, ain't nobody more bluegrass, though, than Grateful Dead. Right on. Uh, I I really wish this would be to the next song now. now. (laughs) I do appreciate the success of this song, though, because, I mean, it's you know, Jungle Ralph and Exposure is what made them one of the biggest rock bands ever. Is it their best song? No, but, you know, it put them on the map. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Got your number one. Like, do that outro. And then Izzy like chops it up with a bunch of rest there at the end. It's pretty badass. But the song I can live without. Again, you're right, man. It's like country music. It's fun to sing, but not to listen to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you wonder There's if Axel regrets that tattoo of the cross and since two thirds of the band's not in it anymore. Yeah, the only the only reason I would think he would regret it now he's is because he's got old and it's bled together so bad. Yeah. That's his ugliest nah, tattoo. Nah, man. He, he can fucking pay to get those things retouched. Uh, how? But at this point, you're like 60. Why's the point? Put more ink. I mean, you can have it lasered off and then redone. 
I guess. But. He kept it on for a reason, it's, probably, though. It's not. Yeah. He did. his past. Yeah. Listen, man, when you give, let me tell you from experience, when you got some people you that close with, you can be mad at them for 20 fucking years and still love them. Right. Right on. Didn't Duff on his left shoulder cover up his guns tattoo? I don't know, but you know, like, look how quick they came back. Let's hear what he says. And friends of our very good friend, Mr. Dell James, up here. We got a light to get on somebody on that side of the aisle. Crank it up a little, Chris. The resident New Yorker I met in LA five years ago. See if we can get Dale James. I don't think they show. show? No. I have a request from some people to dedicate this next song to the Third Street Hells Angels. Oh, jeez. Where were they in St. Louis? (laughs) That's fine and all. That's what we do. Damned, Chris. (laughs) But at the same time. I was gonna say this, this Hell's Angel started a fucking riot in Altamont. That's the Rolling Stones. Yeah. Where were they in St. Louis? That's what I'm still laughing at. And if it wasn't for LA and for spending some time starving here in New York, wait, did they not play November Rain at the show? I guess not. No. Put on the Axel Wilde to the English piano. Wow, look at this, man. I can't believe how late in the set this is going on. Really, this is the last song in this set. Yeah, we're going home now. We're going home. I want to go to the jungle. <laughs> You're gonna die and shit. You're gonna die, but get the fuck out of the building because the show's over. Get the fuck out of the building. Hey, take that. Get that fucking guy and take that. <laughs> <laughs> that was during Rocket King. I know. Every time I hear it's so easy now, for years, man, when I listen to it on the radio, I get to see me hit you, you fall. No. Get that guy out of here. Hand me that shirt. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Gone. Are you listening to me, Mr. Wait, is this taken out, is this taken out of order? Because, like, Izzy has his coat back on. Is he, like, ready to get no, his foot out the door? All in order. Oh, he's Look got one foot out of the fucking door. <laughs> he's got, like, his coat on. He's like, man, I was ready to leave. <laughs> yeah. He's on my As soon as they bow, this motherfucker is not going to be seen. Till you only see his yeah. guitar, like, from the back curtain. He's like, his body's there, but he's still playing. Izzy knows how to be become invisible. He can avoid people. He has actually he said really the Axel literally said, invisible man in GMR. <laughs> that's why I think that's funny that you noticed Izzy's got his coat on because he can't wait to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> he does, dude. <laughs> he's like, all right, one more time. He's like, he got backstage. Yeah. He's like, shit, I was already ready to go. Yeah. Goddamn encore. <laughs> I didn't agree to that. <laughs> Alright, let's do it and get it over with so I can get my fucking little car and go. <laughs> His wife's already at the door. She's got the kids and their coats on, all yeah. bundled up, ready to go. The car's running and it's parked in front of the venue. Or whatever door he's gonna come out of. Now, have you guys seen on YouTube them getting to the show in the black vans? And Doug's there and he's like... Axel, Stephanie, get off the uh, get off the uh, 
get get out of their car and stuff. Probably they were minutes. doing that back uh, in the uh, <laughs> before the reunion tour. I mean, Axel had that big red tour bus, but the rest of the band came in the uh, Beebs Hummus. old one. The Beebs old one. I guess. Oh, those rooms. That red I tour bus of Axel's, Justin Bieber's old one. No, I didn't know that. Well, yeah. Um, no, like the whole band shows up in uh, Hummers. In little black, like military van, like like presidential vans. Let's see if I can find them. Well, it used to be Hummers back in the day. I thought it was a limo because uh, in the strange music video, he was coming out of a limo in the in the uh, venue. Well, Axel ain't paying for limos for everybody. No, but Axel, Axel came out of it. There's that part where he's holding uh, Stephanie Seymour's head. Oh, probably back then, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, here it is. You know, when I first started getting into guns, I thought this song that they would close with, that they closed with, that nope, it's usually one of their openers. I mean, that makes sense. I kind of thought, I expected either Paradise City or November Rain to close the show. Thank God, it was Paradise. Yeah, All right, Chris. Like crew closes. Chris and Dustin, I sent you three things. Where? Facebook. Oh. I got the drugs is bad for you. I got the uh, me at 4th of July, and I got that back, The uh, them arriving to the show. I think it's 91. This is 92, right? This is 91. Uh, no, this, this is track, 91? Yeah, yeah, so that yeah, YouTube the video, the YouTube clip I just sent is them arriving to the show, which I don't know why they didn't include in this video. Matt was at that Metallica show I was, I was at a couple of weeks ago in LA. Nice. Nice. Ooh. Look, Matt's it's showing Matt's showing Matt. Axel how you do it. You do it softly and slowly under him. <laughs> <laughs> Axel, take notes. Don't. <laughs> oh man, look at that floor. They could have let like another ten people in. Well, those spread apart. They're all moshy and shit. And there we have it. Well, look at that, huh? Mm. And there's your cast of misfits. Oh, yeah. That's a good fucking show, dude. I would have paid seven hundred bucks. Executive producers show, like... themselves. <laughs> Management. <laughs> that wasn't then, though. That wasn't then, though. I know, but still, fuck. Yeah. You know what this makes me think of? Stanzo. Curb your enthusiasm. Boom, 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 boom. They my clink with this, though. Nice. Yeah, they credit my clink at least. Oh, he did. Yeah, he's like he, he was mixing, mixing and mastering off off site for him. So I guess they eventually thought they were going to release it. Yeah, because Slash did say that they were. I don't know if he was just talking about the music video or maybe the whole show they were going to release. I guess I don't know. Well, where are those three or four new singles they're supposed to get? Yeah, I heard for the heard summer so. tour next year. We'll see. Uh, Dude, the summer uh, tour is over. Adler's credited on this. Oh, because of uh, Civil War. 
I don't get excited about new music rumors from the band anymore. I don't you can't anymore. It's I get just... excited from when Rick says something. Oh, well, <laughs> it's it's false optimism. It's just fake hope. Fuck that. There's a difference though, because when Rick says something, there might be something to it. He's delivered in the past. They have not. No. All they yeah. all the band has give us in the last what fifteen years. It's two songs that Rick Dunsford gave us three years early. Yeah. <laughs> you tell me who's a better manager of Guns and Fucking Roses. Miss Metal stole the fucking show on Twitter, though. I still go back. To, I've said it on here a million times. <laughs> the day Slash posted, we wouldn't even know how to release new music. And Miss Metal commented and said, well, your fans sure hadn't had a problem figuring it out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I was like owned. <laughs> Mic drop, that's it. Oh man, I still hope we get her on this show one day before we Dude, close. Trust me, she's I've been in contact since she just wasn't checking her Facebook as much. It's not really well, don't, her don't harass her, bro. No, yeah. we're cool like that. Um, it's not really her number one platform for uh social media, believe it or not. So she does other things too. So I probably should have tried there first. <sighs> well, I think we're going to have another guest next week, but we'll have to talk off air about that and see what's going to happen with that. Uh, I don't know Shotcast because of the COVID thing. Yeah. I'm not planning on doing a Shotcast this week. Probably not uh, next week. So Shotcast will come back not this week, Saturday, the next Saturday. It'll, it'll come back when it comes back. But uh, you guys, thank you for being here. Thank you, gentlemen. Sorry you're dealing with that, man. Uh, yeah. it's, 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 I appreciate it, but it's going to be fine. I'm going <laughs> to all that good fucking shit. But, How many days uh, have you been fucking with you? Let's see. I'm on day four. You're like on the same, you're kind of on the same um, prognosis cycle I was last a year ago, a year ago, the, right now, when we were live and talking and shit. Like, tell me, it's in your lungs, dude. You're looking at three weeks of full recovery. Well, I mean, I'm going to have to, uh, I'm going to have to go back to work anyway, because they don't believe in uh, COVID anymore. <laughs> In my office, uh, in my office, COVID's not a thing, and that's why it keeps uh, coming the fuck, uh, coming the fuck back and shit. But uh, you know, it is what. Sorry, cat, you can't not right now, son. In a minute, daddy's almost done. He's trying to send everybody home. Um, <laughs> the um, spin the fucking wheel. Who wants to spin the fucking wheel? Yeah, let's and, spin the wheel. Set it up. What's we're gonna do for two hundred one next week? Not doing it, man. <laughs> Not gonna do it. Uh, tap the I'm screen. Gonna, I'm gonna punch quick. the screen. I'm fucking do it. Yeah, yeah, we got this. We got this new Melon software. Uh, where the Guns and Radio logo is right here. Just tap your screen right there, and it'll spin the wheel. Uh, we'll all do it together. On tree. Why, Bailey? You too, motherfucker. It's not gonna work. <laughs> what? <laughs> Two, three.
pretty tied up. Nice. Okay. Oh, shit. Nice. Let's do it. Illusion style, baby. Yeah. One of the first songs we heard tonight. The uh, very first song we heard tonight, actually. Oh, what's the very first song? So, yeah, we're oh, yeah. going to rewind uh, tonight a little bit, and we're going to go into one song in particularly good detail. Hell, yeah. Well, I want a uh, woman's perspective from this song. Maybe we can get this metal on. You know, I actually, if she is still down, I have a woman planned on uh, coming on next week. So she's able to stick around for the song review. Uh, uh, We will uh, maybe do that. We've got a bit planned that we've we've, we've been planning for a while. And uh, yeah. Yeah, so basically next week we will be joined by an actual hot chick from the 80s. And um, if if everything goes according to plan. Is she going to come with her hair way to heaven? I don't know, man. I kind of hope so, but I'm not going to tell her how to do none of that. I'm going to tell you straight up, gentlemen. 80s chicks were hot. Like, parasite. They was hot. They was jazzercising, boys. Let me tell you what. Well, the one that we're she bringing on, she is still is a very, very gorgeous one. Um, but we've got a plan. We're going to look at it. If she's able to make it, if she's not, we'll fucking bullshit our way through it. Oh, yeah. Uh, we'll and let's see. Yeah. Sorry, I just, I just made some cover on the floor oh. right now for this week's show. Hopefully that'll work. It'll Good man. Crop properly, I don't know. Good man. Because I've been, I've been not doing that lately, so. Yeah, I just figured, uh, I'm like, oh, there's some cool shots in there, so this would be perfect for a cover. Fuck yeah. But guys, uh, come back next week. Like I said, sorry about the COVID thing. Sorry about snotting all through your 200th episode. Uh, it's all right, bro. But we made it. We made it to 200 episodes. That's the most important thing. And um, yeah, hope yeah. you guys enjoyed us watching along to a uh, very recent, I guess, release of a GNR concert. Um, Ritz 91 it was a hell of a time. Um Thanks yeah. to Jeff and Bailey for joining us on this two and a half plus hour long adventure tonight. Um, we will see you all next Monday here on Guns and Radio um, for Dustin Bones and everyone else. I'm Chris Caputo. Until then, guys, uh, stay safe, peace out, uh, keep on rocking the free world. Happy New Year. We're going to have a great 2023. So we'll see you all next week. Peace. Boy, howdy.